cliffcentral.com Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bail, bail, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tau I'll make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No nigga this allowed me, positivity took a vow I always play to win don't anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show. Uh, it's a Friday. It is the day where, whew, I mean, especially with it being spring now, uh, those fake meetings are going to only accelerate. Obviously, now you, you've got a book. The ideal place is to be working in marketing because you're never quite sure what a meeting means. You've got a pipeline. You can use all sorts of terms. Uh, but definitely from one to four, you've got a massive meeting that could change the shape of the company for the rest of the year. So shout out to every single South African, Australian uh, and Italian doing that right now. Uh, shout out to you as you do that and cheat uh, your company out of money. I'm all for it. One for the good guys. Um, talking of good guys, I do have with me a man who is wearing one of the most fantastic shirts you may have ever seen of all time. Um, it's got the deep V effect. It's got, it's got that it's Friday, uh, but I'm at work feel, uh, this, the shoe game, as you can see, always on fire. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. President of the Portuguese Society of Portuguese, Ms. Paulo Diaz. What's happening? It's my connect the dot shirts. If you draw the lines, <laughs> wow. you get me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> loca. And, uh, how do we do that? It's a pen. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's, uh, <laughs> so I just, just come up to you and just, just come up, draw, connect the dots. You get me. But we're both wearing white today, and as you pointed out, we shouldn't be wearing white because it looks yellow. The whole thing's off. Crescenzo was wearing a hoodie earlier, and yep. the last time I was in, the poor guy was going to die. So I said, take off that hoodie, man. And then, now he's alive. So how are you feeling now? I care for my yeah. fellow hosts. Fantastic. Hosts. No, he's not like you. You're a good opponent. This guy, I'm, I'm over him and James. Like, I've cancelled somebody already from one of our colleagues. Yep. And yeah, and I'll be adding to that list. All right, good aggression, good anger, sensitive, good to see you, pal. I'm tired of being angry. You guys have I've aged like two years in the last week. So, so where do you go from anger? You transition from anger to? We'll come full circle. Don't worry, I'll be back, baby. Reclusiveness. Re- that's no, where no, no, you no, go. I'll never you get so angry, you go off the grid. Because he's off the grid. He, he is, off yeah. The grid. Get, oh, because my phone packed out as well. Mm. Mm. Sure. This morning. Conveniently, after he gets made fun of, he's a meme, his phone packs up. Very now, convenient. Very likely. Story. Paolo has raised great wisdom there. James, I'll just bring you in here quickly. Um, a lot of people on the streets are saying you bullied Senzo into not getting WhatsApp at all on his phone. He's now gone and uh, claimed that his new phone, his backup phone, is in fact broken as well. So possibly he's lying. Possibly you've bullied him into it. Uh, just your, 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 a quick reply to are you a bully and have you, have you not considered Senzo's uh, mental state? Um, so someone made a very good point this morning. Uh, that very same uh, colleague that Senzo had actually cancelled. Um, they made a very good point this morning, right? And they said, when you're going to come in hot and, you know, shove things down people's throats and do your thing. Yeah. Like, you gotta, you got to take it when it comes your way. That's a very, very good point. And That's I just mature. feel like... All right, that's a good, that's you know? a good response, James. Did James get a haircut? Yes. He did. He did. James, you're looking fresh. Your hair's looking lovely. Got a little Tintin thing going there. Oh, yes. This is this good, comes good back stuff. to what okay. you said. Go ahead. You, this is where the confidence comes from. 
Ah, let me go get a haircut this weekend. I'll be unplayable. <laughs> Guys, if I get a haircut and yeah. Ronaldo scores a hat-trick, yeah. Lord help you all. No show on Monday. Huh? There's, there will be a show. <laughs> it's full but on. We'll, it'll be full front But we we'll might have to change the sign. Yeah. But full Senzo, I'm going to go like this. James, get your little blurry thing ready because Senzo will be pantsless. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, listen. That is the way to intro the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> After a pantsless Monday, uh, what do we do today? Friday 5, uh, we'll talk um, English Premier League, a bit of social media with everything coming up. And then for the last hour, of course, it is the long lunch. We've got Flip Fun and Mather uh, and much. He, he's got plenty to talk about, by the way. So I'm looking forward to having him in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the other side, we will begin the MKT Show. Cliffcentral.com uh, call him Mr. Consistent. I mean, the shoe game is unbelievable. It's been, really, it's been about two years. Never seen him with the same pair of shoes on. That is, wow, what is a new balance? And, and those are probably, I mean, you've got to go th- get those from the factory. Probably I forgot do. I had these. Yeah, of course. Oh, wow. Of course. It only makes sense. Sorry, yeah. It makes sense. He came on Luke So what do you do? Do you, do you have a shoe room? Because I'm always interested in people like yourself who, um, you know, we do have a new member of staff who's also in the shoe game, but... Do you have like a shoe room? Where, where do your shoes stay? No, I wish. If only. If only. If I had a shoe room, then I'd be unbearable. Yeah. I'd have a different shoe for every toe. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I got you. Just standard run-of-the-mill suburban cupboard. There's no way. But do you keep them in the boxes? It's box, box Yeah, fresh. of course. It makes sense. Box fresh. It makes sense. Hooligan yours... leaves their shoes in a cupboard. Yeah, that's unboxed. true. Unboxed. That's true. That's, that's true. Like Neanderthals. No, that's... But because it makes sense when I see your shoes, I'm like, wow, that guy's shoes so clean. You keep but, the, you got the, the the little inserts to keep the shape. What? Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta untie it. Put the inserts in. Okay. Put them back in the box. Give them a wipe with some. Uh, That's a new wipes. Wipe. Give it's it crap. a bit of a wipe before in and out. Yeah, but you're not a man of swag, you wouldn't. That's why I've got some of my sneakers are ten years old. You and gotta look after them. Bloody hell! All right, it makes sense. Listen, you get what you you, you get what you invest in, right? Where, where, where they say in life is where your energy goes, your flourishing will flow. I mean, those are unbelievable, folks. I'm just looking at those sneakers, Paolo. It's unbelievable that you go to work like this. <laughs> it's unbelievable I go to work. Because <laughs> <laughs> what I'm thinking is, there's definitely three or four people that just cannot stand you. It's like, oh, he's swag. He's also working. I wish I had that. I, I'm getting that a little bit right now, actually. I, I, I know. I can feel the flames coming off you. Listen, <laughs> sponsors will be accepted, by the way, for new sneakers. They can never, you know. Exactly. But sponsorship is open. Yes. At me. Yes. The real PTP. Yeah, that's true. I'm the two Stars nines. Yeah. At me. Nine UK. You will. This is some influencer stuff, bro. You're you willing to sell out. I will do unboxings. Yes. I will do. You know what my actual dream business is? You know what I'd love to have? I'd love to have, you know those sneaker shacks where they clean sneakers? Yes, yes, yes. I'd love to have one of those. Why? Because wow. I like cleaning sneakers. Really? I love it. Do you do the toothbrush? Apparently I got the toothbrush, I got the little brushes, I got the wipes. It's a black you eye, use bro. erasers. Erasers. So on suede sneakers huh? to get yeah. those scuffs. Eraser. Off, get a pink eraser. Eraser, but not, yeah. not too much. Not yeah. too harsh. Pink. Of course not. Uh, uh, toothpaste sometimes on the whites. Yes. Yeah. You get some toothpaste, just brush it off. Do you not know that? I, I have never cleaned a pair of sneakers. I put in the wash. Put in the washing machine. Cardinal sin. God. <laughs> oh, did I just give you active anxiety? <laughs> Everybody that's a sneakerhead right now, they're like... <laughs> Getting very warm. Yeah. Oh, it's hot. There's, there's never been a, like an ounce of doubt in my mind that I'm a swag guy. It's, it's, even when I had football money, 
it was just like, ah, well, just get it. Will it fit on me? Let's go. Okay. I've never, ever lied to myself. But for Paolo, it's natural. The thing is, you can't fake what it is. You can see Paolo is, there, there's people in life who try and be, you know, a drip, who try and get the drip going, where it, the clothes are wearing you. And I see it a mile off. I'm like, no, you just made money. No, don't do it. Sure. That that would be me. That, like if I went for but Paulo's Paulo, not trying. That's no, it's he's wearing the clothes. But also it's Portuguese. You know Portuguese guys. No, the kick game. They they take their shoes very seriously. No, they really do. They're like Portuguese guys. They do know what they're doing. So Paulo, shout out to you. I, thanks. I will. I hear that shout out. <laughs> I put it in my pocket yeah. for when I'm feeling low. And then I'll take it out and I'll go, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, I just wear these every day because they're the most hella comfortable shoes I've ever worn in my life. You guys, a little throwback to sort of, what is that, Paolo, late 80s, 90s, that, yeah, that sort of look, I forget. very 80s aesthetic. Your laces are very tight. Loosen them up a little bit. You can no, damage no, no, the no. shape of your shoe. No, yeah. no, I'm, I'm fine like this. Don't worry. Oh, you're right. You, you're your own man. You're not going to have Paolo tell you what to do. No, no, no. That's Paolo's swag. I can't be biting his stuff. No, that's right. We're All different right. people. That's spice of life. No, it is. Variety. It's, it's very, very good. Who knew that? Tooth, toothpaste. Toothpaste. Every day Colgate. is a school day. Colgate. Colgate. Not Aquafresh. That's yeah. for those colors. Of course not. Yeah, no, no. What monster would... White Colgate. Just... This is unbelievable. So, the, this is the kind of... Ki- Maybe I don't care. The one thing I've never got right is the, the sort of like... Um, oat, not oatmeal. Um, uh, maize meal maize meal for all stars and, and, and superiors I've never got that right I've never got that right now that one that one's for like the, that's the next no, level that's, that's next level that's training. next level I've lost many a white all star to, to that what are you guys talking about so like to get like the, in poop yeah hmm. you just dab it there and then you just let it do its thing and then so you, you put dry. maize yeah. meal yeah and you let it dry you leave it in the sun you let it dry and then when you just dust it off like why like, like like have you ever seen the Tasha's waiters <laughs> No, those guys are doing that on the day. Do, 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 do you know white it is? Yes. Picture um, Bobby Firmino's it's wh- teeth. It's, it's whiter than the privilege of most of the customers. Exactly. That's how white this is. That's how white it is. Wow, that is sunglasses. Ooh, boy. <gasps> Who knew? They're what? doing it on the daily. I reckon Tasha's have a flour budget. A yeah, maize meal budget. Maize meal budget for, for Nothing on the menu is maize meal. I didn't realize this, but I will ask her because I do know... Uh, old, old Natasha, the Tasha. Gotta ask, I'm gonna ask it. Are you giving your staff all the time? All the time. They all wear white all stars. Yeah, and they are impeccable. Huh? That that is when you've got white all stars like that, and you're not buying them new every week. You you are you're not even Premier League. You're you're Super League. Super League. Yeah. You're yeah. not even Super League. You're like I don't even know what you are. Like when they have those charity matches and Figo plays. Yeah. That's where you are. <laughs> I do like that. James, you, you're a little bit in the sneaker game. Like, you, you're not like full on. I mean, you've got kind of your swag game. I'm not too sure what you're up to in terms of that whole thing. But you kind of sometimes are getting involved in the conversation. Sneakers, yes, no sneakers. So you, you're in the swag game. I mean, what, what is your story in that whole field? Did you know that maize meal uh, is not just for people to eat, but it's actually for cleaning shoes? Um, so I actually used to have a very, very big problem when it came to, when it came to shoes. Um, I used to buy shoes, literally a pair a month, um, with the, with the budget that I had, which wasn't a lot at the time. Um, and then I would wear the pair of shoes maybe once, twice, and then never again. Ha! I literally bought a pair of shoes once for a party, wore them at the party, they didn't actually go with what I was wearing at all. Um, and they just, they used to just sit in my cupboard. I'm not sure if I still have them though. 
Did you get the compliment though? Because um, so let me quickly tell you is I once did that with a snowboard where if it's, I really did have to eat like beans and toast um, in Canada uh, for that month where I bought like there was only like 10 of these snowboards that came out. Shout out to Burton uh, for getting all of my money, even though I was just a slope control guy. Um, and I got one compliment, like one guy saw that that's the limited edition Sean White. And I got that compliment and it was totally worth it to not be able to go out once that month and have to eat like crumbs with mice in a corner. <laughs> did, did you get that compliment? Um, I did while I was at the party for those particular shoes. Yeah. Um, and it was totally worth it. It's worth moment, it. Yeah. Obviously. No, no. Then that's. But um, I, I genuinely throughout my varsity period, I yeah. would spend a lot of my monthly budget on on just shoes that I didn't need. Like, I would buy another pair of white shoes when I had, like, three pairs of red. Now, that's insane because you are definitely not the type of guy who had a job in university. So, your mom, you were lying to her saying, uh, probably, oh, mom, things are more expensive. The burgers just got more expensive at, at uh, whatever, at Yuppie School, wherever you went at AFTA. 44 Stanley. But meantime, you're actually just getting, what, the 13th pair of Supergras or whatever people were wearing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Unbelievable! Yeah, I, uh... Again, another another time where you're just showing your mom could have just saved. Imagine the life your mom's living right now if you were just the dream son. I'm. Stuck. Imagine if you were your brother. Basically, is what I'm saying. You see, this what the way you've just explained it is not actually how it used to happen, and it's hard to explain. Yeah. Um, how it actually used to happen in terms of my monthly budget. It's also something I don't really want to explain. Did you guilt your mom into giving you the money? Because no, I, no, I used to guilt had, my mom into buying me PlayStation it, games. It had nothing to do with my mom or my dad. Like, it had nothing to do with them. Well, what happened? Were you selling drugs? Were you selling yourself, James? Yeah. Are you, this no, is James, to come yeah, this is the time. The, I mean, let this be a, a safe space for you to, to admit that, you know, you're seeing uh, 55-year-old men on the side. The fifth, yeah. I, for, for a little um, summon, a little sugar. I, I plead the fifth. All right. He was a he forex was trader. He was definitely selling himself. Who knew James was forex a prostitute? Trader. Or he was one of those guys, and maybe the timing works out. Remember when Bitcoin first came out? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. All those like pyramid, all the guys who used to sell Herbalife were yes. selling, selling Bitcoin. Yes, yes. And they're meeting you in the spur and trying to explain to you this Bitcoin pyramid scheme. Yes. James, were you selling Bitcoin pyramid schemes? Which is even worse than selling your body, I've got to be honest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's not, no. Okay. Wow, what a guy. <laughs> Who knew? James, that's tough times, all right. But hey, James, as you know, as a South African, tough times never last. Only <laughs> tough times people last. Uh, shout out to James. Imagine, that's tough for James. Because now he's got a rebound. Is if those, what happens if he, if he runs into those 55-year-old men that he used to, even if it didn't get sexual, but like, you know where they, they, he'd let them like hold his hand at supper. You know, you do the hand on the on the table thing. Like the boyfriend experience. Yeah, I just want to look into your eyes. That's enough. <laughs> they don't. They won't remember him. They, James was disposable. He was just a piece of meat. He he mean they mean more to him than he means to them. So yeah, that's it. All that's right, true. that's exactly how it went. I was always the one that caught feelings first. No, Sorry, Jimbo, James. Shout out. That's why got... he wasn't made for it. He's a lover this guy. <laughs> don't get high on your that's own supply. Why, that's why I had to get out of the game. You know. I hear you. I hear you. Wow. Huh. Incredible. Nice Looking forward fun. to the phone call where your mom actually uh, realizes what that money was for that she was sending while she probably uh, looked at her dream car after she'd saved for it for 10 years and then couldn't afford it. I'm looking forward for, to that conversation now going on saying, wow, for three years, whilst I was at a scam school after, 
not only was I overpaying for a useless degree from an absolute scam of a school, but I was also being scammed by my own child. What a sensational situation. All right. Well, let's get into it. Um, let's talk about people that aren't like James and have uh, truly built greatness. Is Guys, uh, Mo Salah, so he's a guy. He scored 100 goals or he, he joined mm-hmm. the 100 club. You know, great Afro, great this. Praying to Allah once he scores the goal, so he keeps it real. Uh, biggest, Probably the biggest Arabic superstar in world football right now. Karim Benzema doesn't have that thing. So oh, he's definitely got that thing. So oh, Benzema definitely has that thing. Maybe Benzema's got too much, much of, of that thing. thing. Oh, Benzema. <laughs> That's the problem. Salah's a nerd compared to Ben. Benzema. Oh, Benzema, he runs the streets. Please. Have you ever blackmailed your friend, Mo Salah? Uh, Mo Salah. Uh, ever, uh, Benzema never, runs that thing. He was too friend. good at football. He said, listen, yeah, I'm going to branch out into the dark life. For, forget about Mo Salah. He took it too far with the whole diversify your portfolio. He thought, oh, professional forget football. I've conquered Lyon. I've conquered Real Madrid. Let me get into the, like you say, the underworld. Because where's he from? Down south. Marseille, huh? Mm. Yeah. So he, so he thought, ah, let me go back to the roots. You did, you did too much there. At, at being a wunderkind at Lyon and then going to Real Madrid, you've probably done enough there. Don't do the blackmail thing. So you're saying Mo Salah, he's... Uh, uh, tosh. Yeah. Salah's the guy right now. <laughs> when it comes to Arabic footballers, we all know who runs it. Karim Benzema. Oh, come on. Boy, oh boy. Even post becoming a... Come on. Mo Salah's got 100 goals in the Premier League. Your thoughts on the sky? It's good, but he must learn how to pass. <laughs> well, well, okay, I'll, I'll stop it there. We'll hand it over to a man who actually has an official title for them. <laughs> Paolo, your thoughts on Mo, on Mo Salah? I, I called Mo Salah one season wonder. <laughs> <laughs> How wrong I was. How wrong I was. Well, you were right for that one season. I was. You know, and, and what's admirable, listen, what's amazing about Salah is that he actually came very late. He was a very late bloomer. Mm. You know, you consider he was at Basel, then Chelsea, then Roma. He came into the Premier League so late mm. Mm. Uh, to still post those numbers. I mean, it's, it's really good. And the selfishness is part of it. Yeah. You know, if he wasn't like that, and he's also got to a point in his career where he goes, I did the passing because at Roma, I think he was their top assist maker, but mm. never scored goals. Yeah. And Klopp completely changed him around. So I was wrong for them one season wonder. And it's that Liverpool selfishness. But it's great. That's the way they play. It's about getting the box, yeah. getting the goals. You know, they're not there to be each other's best men at their weddings. Uh, well done to Salah. They are not. I think him and Basadio Mane competing for head uh, Muslim guy in, in football. Because Karim Benzema is like in the joke league now. I think they're competing for we want to be the guys. And they are not passing to each other right now. Even Even... Even what's it? Even your guy from uh, what's it? The the well, who's the other guy? I just said his name at Liverpool. Jato Firmino. No 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 no. Uh, Sadio Mane yeah. isn't yeah. passing now, and he he was always Mr. Nice Guy. This no, but season, also he's got a new haircut, and you know the hairline is making a return. So now yeah. rebranding. How's that happening? Because Mane's hairline, it's like the tide. It goes back. Yeah. And then it reaches a point, and then it starts coming forward again. <laughs> well, it's like because you know Shakiri. It's revealed that he missed a lot of Liverpool games because of his hair transplant. What? Because <laughs> so he, it's all that straightening, boy. No, it's because it's Liverpool's a thirst trap headed by Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> and and Shakiri went for a hair transplant and, and it was with Klopp's uh, guy. guy. Yeah. And then he said, well, you know, you've got a problem because you can't header. Well, not like Shakiri's a problem headering. Yeah, sure. But he's like, you can't header the ball for a while. So Shakiri was out for a while. Because no of his hair transplant. No James, that, that's breaking news to no me. I'm not sure if you no knew ways. that. Uh, actually, James, you could probably identify with a guy scamming people for money. 
uh, now that we know you're scamming your own mother. Here's a guy, Sheridan Shakiri. He's saying about that street life. I got to get the hairline right because we're we going out this weekend with the Hayes, as uh, uh, Senzo has said. Did you were you aware that Shakiri missed, missed games because he had to get the hairline right? Yeah, yeah, no, for real. I think uh, he even missed. Uh, is it Leon that he's at now? Yeah, yeah. He's at Leon. Now, yeah. I, I think he missed. He was an eligible player, but he missed. I think the first game or two still because he was he couldn't do the hair thing. Yeah, the top player put on. Yeah. This is Seriously, a true, this is a true story. This for, is a true story. For real, real. This is unbelievable. The guy, what did they have? Two months off. No, but but <laughs> he, he had, had he had played Euro. Remember, he had the uh, one he had the one set, and then you've got to have it done again. I've researched this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too late. No, but just because you're a pro, it, it's 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 too late. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you can't now go. You know, put lawn on your paving. I'm with you. You, you know what I mean. I'm I, with you. That's where I am. You still need some, wow. yeah, something. You need something to work you need with. Something it. to you know. I got you. Knit together. <laughs> so he he had it done, yeah. and then that's the first little bit. Then it settles, then it goes. Uh, so and you can't head it. You can't play. And Shakiri's short, man. For a short guy, you can't have a any thinning guys will see it. Tall guys going bald, they got it. They got it made. And no you'll trigger him for the line. You know, no for, hair anyway. For, for a short guy, yeah. So he's he's got to do it. Like Wayne Rooney never got the hair. Implants right, Shane. Poor guy. The fortune he must have spent. He he was too famous. Like like there's I, th- a, I think because he I think because he he wouldn't take the time off. You gotta let that stuff sit. No, I'm gonna drive. So sorry, I just I just researched it now to, to find out all the details about. Okay, research right? is a strong term since you last spoke to now. You just, so yeah, just you just googled, googled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's probably research. top top hit. Yeah, because um, pe- people are saying sort of seven eight years to get a PhD. Go like, that's the research. Daily Mail one. Look at a more legit one. <laughs> I don't know which one I'm on. I'm on. Uh, give me sport. Okay, which tells me um, you're not exactly doing research, James. So in proper university, um, actually, when you do an assignment, all right. What you got to do is something called a reference page. And um, as you said there, you didn't even know where you were. So that is not research. Just so you know that that's a very, very real thing. But go ahead with your research about Shakiri's hairline for scamming uh, Leon. Um, so it says here, Shakiri missed just over two months of action between September and November 2019. Uh, due to what the club insisted at the time was a calf injury. Yeah. Um, However, this was sort of disproven by this journalist who found out that it was actually um, him having a whole hair thing so that he could still play for the national side uh, for the upcoming qualifiers at the time for the Euros. Because that's where all his sponsorship is. Yes, I was going to say, shout out to him. So he can't miss that. He's got to look good for that. So it says um, that he couldn't head the ball for six weeks. That's why he was out of action. Some would say he couldn't head the ball before that, yeah. Well, no, I mean, that too. <laughs> but why doesn't he just go for the um, who's the Mexican guy at Wolves up front, the brilliant striker? Oh, uh, yes, go for the scrum cap. That's the future scrum cap with a head yes. on the top of it. You're missing no game, no, but no, but scrum cap makes, oh, it affects the growth, yeah. It makes your head thin faster. Mm. How like do you wearing, know? Have you also researched it, James? Oh, Is it, no, it's you just know, it's like wearing a cap a lot of the time, it makes your hair thin and fall out. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Got it right. Huh. Shane Warne. He did get it right. Shane Warne. He, he kept it like the blonde oh, tips. Oh boy! Yeah. He went Liz Hurley, hairpiece, boom, and I'm, I'm the biggest cr- commentator in cricket. Shane Warne got it right. You know, who didn't the get only, it right. It was only Wayne Rooney didn't get it right. But he, because Ryan Giggs had it done as well. Did he? You, yeah. you, got, you wouldn't no. even say. You Ryan, can you can check it. Ryan Giggs had it done. Do you know? He kept the drill though. 
Shout out Zidane, and he's the only guy who can rock it, boy. That's it, eh? The, well, him and FW de Klerk. Nah, they, they, FW de Klerk, not even. Guys, Zidane. Conte, Conte, boy. Conte had it done. Yeah, Conte's ones. Conte, so, uh, Conte is a classic Italian guy who's just going for it because it's like, that's very clear that it's not your hair. And I, I'm cool with it. I'm going to be intense about it. Um, Look, you could Wayne Rooney got- was too famous. The, uh, honestly, my belief is Wayne Rooney was too famous to do it. Yeah, I do. We already got it. <laughs> plus, because he started losing his hair in his teens. Like, oh. we saw him at like 18, came to United. Well, how old was he when he, came to, when he scored 18. that goal? 16 mm. over Siemens head, eh? Yeah, 16, 16, and then 18, he comes to you guys. It's like, you're a man United now. We know what your hairline is. Andros Townsend is the perfect level of fame to go and do what Andros Townsend did. I don't know if, I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> yes. But Townsend looked like Rooney at a stage. And then, now he looks like Will Smith in Fresh Prince of Ballet. But nobody said a thing. Let's not run with it. Wayne Rooney was, at, was, I would say he was the apex signing for Alex for 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. British, that guy, mm-hmm. pumped up. Dude, he was on FIFA. Yeah, With cover. the bad hairline. Cover. And then now it's like Wayne. I think the grannies even Jacques Callis one's also not. Cool. No, Paulo, sorry, you, you, whatever you just said there. I try to mumble it under. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to need you to repeat what you just. Go ahead. Louder. I said even with the camera. Yeah. Even us. Imagine the grannies needed something to hold on to. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right. I mean, End scene. That is. Music. That is when you need to take a break because Wayne Rooney's integrity has been called into question there. I, yeah, and, and recently he had some photos. Is shout out, you know, who doesn't get enough credit? Colleen Rooney. Is she the real one, as the kids would say on the streets? Boy, oh boy, the, something for the grannies to hold on to, Paul. Not my words, Daily Mail. Incredible. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ink. Incredible. Absolutely. Wow. Okay, after this. Um, I will tell you um, the five greatest African players of all time. And I'm talking globally uh, that have ever done this thing because Mo Salah has joined the 100 Club. And I thought, you know what, let's talk about the five greatest because people are saying all sorts of things now about Mo Salah. And, you know, we live in the YouTube times and the kids want to get on uh, sort of Twitter immediately and tell you he is obviously the second coming of Eusebio. Africa's never seen anything like him. Well, I've got a little reminder for you of um, there are other African players who have played football. And I do like Mo Salah's stuff because he is a quality player. But I'll give you the five greatest of all time. See if he makes that list. Uh, the MKT Show. CliffCentral.com Right on. Right on. Jerry Jones would say that. <laughs> you would. Yeah. My name's Jerry. Everything's bigger and better in Texas. And he's got that ring, that bust on ring. He's unbelievable, that guy. He is. Jerry Jones is the most unbelievable. He's you know, too cool, actually. Have you ever... I've never seen a sports owner like that guy, right? Is you know, the Dallas Cowboys have not won for 25 years. Jerry Jones, the owner of the uh, Dallas Cowboys, for those who don't know. He takes press conferences... Before the coach does. He has his own radio show, like, talking about the team. No, but I'd, 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 yo, I'd love to just shadow Jerry Jones. That guy must be hilarious. Polly, you heard of this uh, Jerry Jones? NFL owners are different Do you kind, know? though. They, they, you get NFL owners, and then Formula One owners, I think, are also quite charismatic. Football club owners are useless. I love, form- I love NFL owners. They're basket cases. But... Yeah. but, but Everyone's like doing their thing, but Jerry's out front. Out front, yeah. But like, the, like, the thing is, what owner's talking? He's talking to the media about the team. Mike McCarthy, who's now the coach, does not do like the like. It's Jerry, my team. Jerry announced an injury before the coach got to talk about it in public. Yeah, it's my team. It is good. You know what? It's very upfront. Like I like that. Yeah, it's, cool. it's like everyone knows where they stand. 
Everyone knows it, they all know what it's about. Yeah. It's me. I'm the guy. But also, you do you expect less white rich dudes? They know they're at the top of the food chain. Although, d- d- listen, the greatest dynasty in American sports history, nobody knew who he was until he was revealed to be at a relaxation uh, resort yes, recently yeah. uh, at the Patriots, right? Is that he's the Oh, no, I want. I want deep pockets. Shut the hell up. Like, Roman Abramovich. I want Roman Abramovich. Mm-hmm. N- not up front. I want Man United ownership before what we got going now. Okay. Like, f- who were the owners while Fergie was doing it? Like, if I, I mean, as diehard fans, mm-hmm. uh, we, you, you kind of know that Fergie had a fallout a little bit. Hey, my mm-hmm. horses, your horses. <laughs> yeah. It was a whole situ- situation, right? But I love that. Deep. Jerry, I, I don't know if you know this, the season after they won the, the uh, Super Bowl, the, the last time. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. 94, it's like 94. 25 years. 25 years. So he, uh, was it Landry? Uh, Tom Landry. He, uh, when, he, he, uh, the story goes, uh, because Jerry never got any credit, they were at, uh, like a hotel situation. All right. And apparently they always used to make fun of Jerry, like the coaches. Uh, and, uh, uh, it's not Landry who, who came after him. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. The great Jimmy Johnson. And because he, uh, Jimmy Johnson used to make fun of Jerry in front of the whole coaching crew. And it's the story is at the supper was that uh, Jerry Jones raised the glass. Jimmy Johnson did not raise a glass. And it said that Jerry threw a temper, stormed out because Jimmy refused to, uh, to toast. He walked out. And as he was walking out in the hotel hallway, he saw some journalists and he called them over and he said, I'm, uh, I have an exclusive for you. I'm about to fire Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> Brilliant. That's great. No, but the thing is, and they've not, never won again. Yeah. Do you know Jerry Jones does it? Do not does it. Yep. Otherwise, you end up being like Liverpool. They forget about you. <laughs> Jerry just puts them out front. Huh? Oh. Hey, shout out to Jerry. Haven't won a thing, but we are the most valuable franchise in the world. He's the best. And no, I've been to that stadium, by the way. Um, if you haven't dude, seen it. Dude, yeah. how insane is that stadium? No, no, no. It's, it's, if you haven't seen Hard Knocks, go and watch that. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry's my guy. He, he, guess what he does in Hard Knocks before we move on? So they're flying in a helicopter over the stadium, right? And he says to the guy, hey, fly around again. <laughs> Fly around again. Fly around again. Jerry Jones. <laughs> Jerry Jones is the man. No, he's unbelievable. In my next life, I want to be Jerry Jones, actually. Jerry's unbelievable. And, and it's called Jerry World. They call he's it Jerry the man, though. They call it Jerry World. Just incredible. All right. Let's get into it. Welcome. Give us, uh, oh, a breaking news. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Munchen, right? Mia San Mia have just released their limited edition Oktoberfest kit. If you're not with us on YouTube, it is sort of a Dark green. It looks like Robin Hood uh, kind of green. Think back to that sort of green. I don't even know how you... Oh, my goodness. It's that meets gold. It's Gnabry, who looks like he just got out of bed, and his mother won't want to see this, much like Senzo, where he hasn't combed his hair at all for an international <laughs> fashion shoot for arguably the biggest sports club in the world at the they moment. Sh- but they should have done this shoot um, this week. Did you see him this week when he stepped off the plane? No. When he landed in Barcelona? Yep. Oh, but with, the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the Gucci sunglasses and the suit and the cornrows. But I am I right think. to say that those are puffy eyes? That's early in the morning. He's probably he, drunk. It's Oktoberfest. He, he had a big one the night before. But those are puffy eyes. Shout out to Bayern Munich saying, we don't care. We're going to get him in. He's a German kid. Arsenal said, get the hell out of here. And we took him on and made him one of the best wingers in world football. We don't care that he looks like he's 65 in the photo. I think they chose him because he's probably the only player. He looks Bayern like the weekend player. in this photo. He does. He does. 
Looks a little bit like Monday and Tuesday as well. <laughs> hey! hey, hey, hey. Let's hey. have it. If you're listening on the podcast, I winked and I nudged. Yes. Um, yeah, wink, wink. They, they probably got Nabry to this because he's the only player that can fit in like a medium shirt. Because that's uh, Bayern Munich Academy. There's some Nandrolone going on there. Yeah. I'm sorry. I saw those Juventus players blow up in the 90s. Yeah. And those Bayern Munich players get way too big for normal and right you know what i mean anybody who hasn't seen it you just go and just look up um goretzka yeah is one of them coutinho blew up got and we're not talking fat yeah like shredded he's in sula no all no, of them he's the new he's he, he's he's the new one yeah, the new yeah. Back, yeah. 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 just they, they put pictures like four months apart no the the, the whatever they got cooking uh there in what's going on there. listen if you've been to Bavaria and you've been to Munchen, it's actually one of the ugliest cities in the world. But they they do like their buildings look like mm-hmm. pre World War Two. Everything is like, and I keep saying to Senzo, um, black people, we need to have a conversation. Can we move away from face brick, please? So everything looks dead and like that. But they kind of just spruce it up with Oktoberfest every now and then. So hey, you get to Bayern Munich, get in the factory. We don't here for, for you to express yourself you and have see, a good time. We see, like, Leroy Sane is probably struggling now because of that, because Sane is that guy. You must see, you must see, like, my girlfriend's dad, he's from, he's from Munich. Mm-hmm. Big guy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay, cool. No, and listen, the, and what I love, so if you love Jerry Jones, you'll love this, Paolo, is, uh, and you will know this. Jerry. So what they say is Mia San Mia. What that means is a, it's, it's a Bavarian translation of a German saying. What it means is, we are who we are. So Bavarians will tell you this, especially in Munich. There are two Germanies. There is the rest of Germany and there is Bavaria, right? They are unapologetic about you come here, you do what we do. And there's no when in Rome bollocks like, oh, we'll interact with it. It is Bavaria. We do Bavarian. So shout out to them, Serge Gnabry. We don't care what you think. The guy looks exhausted, but that kit is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. All right, Jimbo, give me some of that music from the back there. Let's get into uh, the Friday Five before we get to Flip, and we'll talk about it. The five greatest um, African players of all time. Mo Salah, obviously, joining the 100 Club. I do this every single Friday. It is the Friday Five. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get into it. The greatest um, African players uh, who have ever played. At number five, he's got a single Premier League, a single single Champions League, uh, two EPL uh, Golden Boots. And like I said, he's just joined the 100 Club. Because he, he is quality, he is a danger man, and they've been unstoppable at number five, uh, the one and only Mo Salah. At number four, um, what you got to do is make sure you get this guy birthday cake. Because if you don't, it's going to be a situation. Two La Liga titles, three EPL titles, and the Champions League, and he was a rock in all of those. 20 goals in the Premier League, he did it from mi- midfield for Man City. Uh, quite incredible player. Uh, Versace could play centre-back as well in that great uh, Barcelona dynasty. The great Yaya Toure at number four. At number three, I'm not even going to waste your time. He had a Ballon d'Or in 1995 and just was unstoppable uh, for three or four years. Uh, the great George Ware. I, let's not even waste time because this guy, this guy. And I mean, this is when I started watching football because in the 90s, it came to Africa. We could watch it for free. And I remember watching this guy. I said, who's that? Who, who is that guy? An absolute terror. Uh, did come to Chelsea as well and win us a, a uh, trophy. So, a uh, shout out to the great uh, Liberian president now. By Imagine the way. this guy's clock life. George, George Ware. At number two, um, four, four English Premier League titles, a Champions League. And by the way, I was at the first one in 2008 when uh, Chelsea lost in Russia. Uh, 2008. I will never forget that. Uh, it is raining and they were awful that night, but he did slap Vidic in the face uh, for being a disrespectful Serbian. Um, two golden boots in the Premier League. Uh, once, by the way, and I know everybody thinks Harry Kane's the only person who can ever do it from striker. He was a top assist maker in the Premier League 
at number two, um, the Premier League still looking to replace this guy. Didier Drogba has still because everybody thought after he was there, every, oh we'll just play, we'll just go one up front. They're, they're still looking for a guy like this, left foot, right foot, power, technique, touch. There still hasn't been an able a, a guy who's able to slick his hair back like this guy and guarantee you eighteen to twenty two goals a season uh, at number two, the second greatest African player of all time. He is a great Didier Drogba. Not just saying it because he's a Chelsea guy. If you're an Arsenal fan, uh, if you're a Liverpool fan, you understand exactly what I'm saying. At number one, and it's not close, folks. Um, I couldn't believe it when I heard that he'd been traded um, by his club. It's it, it was actually it only went to cement his legacy even more when he left, considering what he did when he did leave. Three La Liga titles, a Serie A title in his first season there, the first treble ever. Uh, that had happened uh, in under under Jose Mourinho, three Champions League titles, where he was at the centre. He was he was he wasn't just a bit part guy. Um, truly an indomitable lion, truly an indomitable lion. Uh, for I don't know how he didn't win a Ballon d'Or in, in in all of this mess because I guess Thierry Henry didn't win one, and Henry came and everybody thought oh he's going to have to move on. He said Henry, you go to the left. That, that's how good this guy is, and we remember how good Thierry Henry was. We remember how great. Thierry Henry was but I just don't think it's even close I, like I don't even I don't care about the African player of the year because we know that's a whole racket and it's got to be whoever the West African guys say so th- that's never really been a thing for me but this guy went to Europe and for, for a decade can you honestly say he wasn't top, top top or second for that decade where he was doing it Senzo would say doing it this guy was doing it at number one the great I cannot say this enough the great Samoleto yeah, like this guy, it's so difficult to put him in perspective for young kids these days. But you know, when you played in that Barcelona team, Zlatan Ibrahimovic came across and failed, and nobody's going to tell me Zlatan's not going down as a Hall of Famer. This guy made it look so easy, right? He made it look so easy. It is impossible in a team like that to be a striker who who's not about it because Leo Messi is not putting up with. I'm giving it to you, and you're not scoring or giving it back to me. And this guy, you never heard a, heard a peep from the greats. Because this guy was doing it. Give it to me. I'm finishing it. And Xavi's not putting up with it. We saw what the great Xavi was like. Listen, great story I got from a Spanish journalist. 2010. Uh, David Silva had the worst game of his life ever in the opening. You remember they lost, I believe, to Switzerland. Mm -hmm. David Silva never saw the field again. It's now come out that Xavi would not tolerate that. You you were bad against Switzerland. We lost one game. The rest is history. That's the kind of levels you need to be. And folks, the hardest position in football is striker. You'll hear commentators say it all the time. The hardest thing to do in the world is put the ball in the back of the net. When you ramp it up and now the expectation from Xavi and Dani Alves and Iniesta is that, Chief, we're putting you in the right place to do this thing. What the hell is going on? This guy is an all-timer. By the way, forgotten that he was a a wunderkind at Real Madrid and he moved on his own. He went to Mallorca and that season, I think it was like a season and a half, it never gets spoken about. He was a child and took over La Liga for that season. The great Samuelito. I, I have all the respect in the world. At number five, Mo Salah. Uh, welcome to the 100 Club. At number four, Yaya Toure. At number three, George Weah. At number two, Didier Drogba. And at number one, Samuel. Et oh, oh, oh. What a guy. So I don't know. Did, uh, like, would you guys, would you add anybody else to the list? I mean, there's always going to be, uh, these lists are, that, that's my list. I, and I really, I, I nah. try to, I try to bring in old guys as well. I, I looked at Roger Miller and I looked at all the guys I like. 
Uh, but you, you got the, that list is spot on. You got it perfectly right. Paolo, what are you saying? And Eto won three Champions Leagues in three different positions. You're a striker, right wing, right back. Yeah. You know, and his three, his three wins. Yayo Torres, that whole birthday cake thing, such a pity, <laughs> because it made him a, a joke. And he's actually phenomenal. I mean, he is the first uh, part of that first great city team. Yeah. The whole team was built around him. Yeah. You know, and, and so he's been made a bit of a joke. Like Senzo. Uh, yeah, well, just yeah. memed into oblivion. Just memed. A friend of mine in '96 during the Afcon uh, was playing for a like a semi-pro, like what would be like a castle league sort of side now, yeah. and uh, like the Liberian team arranged like just a little kick around warm up match against him. He's like, he's like, look, I haven't played against many professional footballers, but he goes, if that is the standard playing against George Weah, he said, no pass was too hard. Nothing was off. You couldn't kick him. You couldn't knock him off the ball. And these are like decent semi-pro players. But yeah. He said, George Ware is a different absolute and level. And yeah. I, I, you, know, you know what? We'll never get the exposure. Neither. It's like R9 Ronaldo early on is that we oh. weren't in the Twitter times. Is that some guys where they've, they, they've got the genetic, genetic uh, cheat code is George Ware's power was mm. so scary for professional. Like, I, I wish there was more footage of his goals. Like, where he's absorbing two defenders and he's out mm. and then he just hammers it past the keeper. Like, I don't know if we're going to see that type of striker anymore because now um, you need to be like Suarez or, or Aguero, right? And, and everyone's just as strong and quick. Yeah. So that's sort of like um, that blessing, you know, that, that physical attributes that he had. Listen, he is a very smart footballer. Yeah. Outstandingly smart. But, you know, being that physically uh, blessed helped. He was by no means a great African footballer, but I loved him. He was my favorite African footballer growing up. Emmanuel Amanike. Oh, he Emmanuel was. And I remember at the time, he, in 94, 96 to 96, he was playing for Sporting. And that's just when he had come out the, that uh, 94 Olympics and then, you know, Nigeria were quite a, a big name there. Oh, yeah. I loved him. He was like Emmanuel a player. Like, he reminds me of Adama Traore now. Yeah. Sort of same build, pace, power, got everything. But just sometimes it just won't connect. Yeah. But like when it does, but you know, what, it's not just that it's exciting when he do something. It's good. Will he stay on his feet? What, I loved it. Yeah. I'm a new case. I loved him. I loved him. Did the, was, that whole Nigerian team had a bunch of cool yeah. guys. Kanu, Babangida, JJ Okocha, Celestine Babayaro, Olise. That was like an African team we could all, they were so juice. They were like, they had that thing. They were awesome. They were awesome. Celestin Babayaro. Yeah. They were, you know, the 43-year-old Kanu. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Kanu, 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 Kanu. Kanu, he, he did the uh, Martins thing where he was 18 for six seasons. Oh, yeah. Femi Martins. Yeah, Martins. You remember that? He, he was at Inter as a Wunderkind for about six yeah. seasons and stayed 18 on FIFA for whatever reason. Yeah, but yeah. Shout no. out to, to him. Tony Yobo. Yo, the, the guys. Oh. Tony Yobo is another one. That's also... But he's what? Uh, Ghanaian, hey? Yeah. Uh, mm. Tony Yabo, what a player. What a, I mean, that one goal, I think he, people get caught up. Oh, in, yeah. he, broke, in he broke the crossbar. Yeah, he does the double turn. and But just the coolest guy maybe that we've just left out of that Nigerian team is that he would not be told by anybody because he went on to play in England, in Turkey, uh, is, is Tariba West. I mean, Oh, the, the dreads. Talk to me about that. Colored dreads. Yeah. The original. He's the what, guy. What is it, dreads? What, what? It was a lot. It, it was is. a lot. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. quite dreads. Yeah. It wasn't not dreads at the same time. It was dread, the concept of dreads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah version one. Yeah. It was version one dreads. Yeah. But he just, everywhere he went, this is who I am. I see the Oaks that I've played, man. Mustafa Haji. They... What a guy he was, huh? Oh, Him and Yusuf Chipo oh, yeah, got their thing Haji, together. Haji for... was also a sporting player at that time. Oh, yeah. 
It yeah, was he, just, it was just phenomenal to see it. It was just like he, he had that terrible little ponytail. He like did. Like a, a, a Virgin Van Dyke type of hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, shout out, do you know, the thing is also, do you not also elevate Strogba, the fact that he stopped the Civil War? Well, I mean, that's a whole... Uh, that's crazy. I, I, which is why I never like to get into that because then no one's Muhammad Ali, you know? Mm. Yeah, true. No one's that. It's like, uh, yeah. And listen, Drogba's... You know, my sister lived in uh, uh, there and it's tough to conceptualize what those types of guys mean to the people. It's yeah, like, exactly. You know, to to the European eye, Al Haji Doof is so offensive. Yeah. You, you know, but when you when I was but in Senegal, Liverpool, so like. yeah, he did play for Liverpool. I mean, shout out to him saying I'm better than Gerard. They were just jealous of me. Um, <laughs> but when you go there. And it's like, wait, what do you mean he built that school? And, yeah. and then, like, and hospitals you and can't like, quantify what El Hajjouf means to people in Senegal. Yeah. It's like, if you start getting involved in that, no European player will ever be an Af- like Sadio Mane sure. now. Is it, which is why I don't, I don't like to get into the, the long grass of like, oh, he's the nicest human in the world. Oh, that's great. But I, I can't do everything. But also, shout out to Drogba. You're relaxing your hair for so long, and these, the hairline is still there. And oh, no, although he was balding, he, yeah, so, so he Drogba was, oh, was terrific at slicking back. No, yeah. no, he was always oh, so he'd know. slick it back, but because chemicals will do that to you. No, but he's, he, he's like shaved head now. No, yeah, yeah, no, no. Drogba was balding. He had mm. the bald, but what he did was whoever his hairstylist was, they earned every penny because Drogba had it perfect, and no one's ever talked about about him like they do about LeBron. So, so Paulie, you did spot the balding, huh? Oh, it, you, you know that you. You know, as a bald man, you know these things. Oh, you, oh, you can see. I can spot who's wearing a toupee. I know these things. Like Gareth Bale. <laughs> Gareth Bale's another one. That is a, a very impressive structure going on on Gareth Bale's head. Bale, huh? Let's ba- Bale's got a bald spot there, I'm telling you. I mean, Gareth Bale, he, with, with that, huh? There's something going on there. And I know a guy. I know a guy who used to do that. He had this elaborate Donald Trump type of thing going. Yes. Gareth Bale's hiding something. Oh, you never is... see the hair loose. Even after the game, never pulls out. Griezmann I've, I've seen it once. I've seen it once, and it was after they played Portugal in Euro. That was four years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot can happen. For so you. you reckon Gareth Bale? He's something's being hidden. Maybe there. on the golf course where, he, like, he's so rich, he's he'll have the golf course to himself. You know, because you can do that. Yeah. By the way, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but it, <laughs> I, I, yeah, let's just say from young, I used to see how guys used to do this. Was there are guys with the money where they they come in and they book every time. So so it's like, don't worry about how much it costs. I'm booking every time. So they're essentially booking the golf course for, for themselves. So that's a reality. And that's probably really lets it loose. Yes. Like just flicks and then this side, because he's grown this side super long to wrap around. Yes. And then he just like flicks it and it looks like Spawn's cape <laughs> flying behind <laughs> like a Batman on the ball. Then. But he does have an international trophy, Drogba. So I'm just reading the comment from Gushen Gorsi. All right. Uh, comment here from uh, Gushen Gorsi. The only missing, uh, the only thing missing from Drogba's cabinet is an international trophy. Honorable mention to Michael Essien. The Drogba won Cup of Nations. Didn't he? Didn't he win Afcon? No, no. no and it came on, It came. It came Ar- after he's gone. And Ar- then, because, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that, yeah, that, that team didn't win. No, yeah. oh, a bun- biggest bunch of underachievers. Those guys. That that no. whole. That whole Ivory Coast. England. England. No, no, no. I mean African. Another African. golden generation. Yeah, definitely the the biggest disappointment. They uh, had it. They had it. They had everything. They were the the every Both player Tories. was first choice. Yeah. In like a Champions League yeah, contending true. side. Who was the guy? Solomon who... Kalu was there, yes. and he was good at that time. Michael Essien was there. No, Essien was gone in. Oh, sorry, Essien. I'm thinking. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Zakora. Did he? Zakora is in that midfield. But remember when they had? Is it? Is it Saka? I want to say the left back who looks like the the African version of of your guy Shakiri. Who he was also wild Tariba West hairstyle guys. The left back man. He he was. 
I, th- I want to say, oh, it'll come to me just now. But anyway, he looked like a bull. He played for... Arthur Boca. Um, Boca. He played for Stuttgart. Arthur Boca. Arthur Boca. That was the guy. Um, so they had a team. Yeah, they did. Romaric. Did they... Yeah, and Romaric was playing for Seville. Shout out to a guy who, who's also managed the hairline. Jovinho was also on the Jovinho back. Jovinho. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. No, that's, that's what I'm thinking no, they had a pro- that was a proper team. They, everybody said the Senegal thing was great. Like, that was, and also it was like they were slick in Europe. Yeah. It wasn't just they were a nice bunch of, in Europe, yeah. you, It wasn't just like your classic stereotype of African powerful. Mm. Is that Yaya Toure, who's just a polished international footballer? They were supposed to do what Cameroon did. They were. Roger Miller times, eh? No, bro. Samuel Eto, Rigobert Song. What a team that was. Yeah. Rigobert Song, I, I forgot to... to Patrick kind of... Mbomer. Patrick Mbomer. Because they're in the Olympics, eh? Yeah. How old was he there? 45? <laughs> <laughs> Mbomer. Um, one thing that they did, um, speaking of Mbomer, Abominable. Uh, remember when Cameroon did that whole One Piece thing? I was actually reading an article the other day about all those different kits they had. They the had the best. sleeveless kit. Yes. Then they had the One Piece. Uh, it's silly times. Those are silly times. Not good. Not good. So they because they got away with the vesting at um, Afcon, then at, at the World Cup, FIFA like throw some well, sleeves they got, on. They got fined every game, but yeah. <laughs> Puma just paid the fines. Oh, uh, yeah. smart. Puma and they did end up winning the Afcon with that. With so that, yeah. Drip, drip never dies. But. Yeah. So Puma were like, just like, we'll pay the fines. We're, we're it. It's been a wild time. It's it's really been a wild time for um, for African football since probably that Ivory Coast generation because we haven't had another one. Yeah. Like there's there's no good African team now that's gonna do anything at a World Cup. No, there isn't. There there's nothing now. There like isn't. who's the best? Egypt. No, not Egypt. Uh, no, uh, Algeria. Algeria. Oh come on. Like that's it. Is that what we is that what we have to offer for the yeah. first time? I think since I've been like old enough as a do human know, to do care. You know, do you know? Which, we haven't had an African team do, that's do gonna you know do something. African guy should have played in Europe, but he didn't. Mohamed Abutreka. That guy was elite, bro. Sometimes... Mohamed Abutreka was too good, bro. You know what? I, I think we get caught up in the, the backup quarterback's always the best player. Is that sometimes when you build it just for him, he's going to look like that. But mm, I don't nah, know. Mate. It was better than Miro, dude. It that doesn't say much. That doesn't say much. But Miro was good. D- was he? He had one what, season at Ajax. Adel Terrapp made it too. And he's... No, but uh, come on. Listen to the guys. Adel Terrapp is... He's still playing. Plays for What's he ever done? He's a, holding, a, he's a holding again, midfielder now. Adult Terrapt is that guy who never... Like, it's always easier with guys that never did it to go, Yo, if he just... Like, if I say, if he just, you're not the guy. You know, it's a, you know, it's a thing about... And I wonder... You used to, like, right through the 90s, early 2000s, is that you'd find these groups of um, African players... Mm-hmm. And African countries. So Ghana would do it, Nigeria would do it. And they'd take players and they'd go and they'd compete... Really well in the youth tournaments, yes, youth World Cups yes, and yes, Olympics, yes. and that. And listen, there was a lot of the age cheat scandal going around, and it's almost like at the time that they started testing players better to verify ages, yes. you almost noticed these really competitive African youth teams yeah. tailing off. Yeah. Um, so there's that, and I also just wonder if young African players just aren't taken out too easy, too quickly. So there's no identity that forms. 100%, so it's almost yeah. like at 10, 11 years old. These European scouts know where to go look. They yeah. pick up the players so early, get them off to Europe, and they actually don't have any identity with Africa. You know? So when they pull back together for Ghana or whatever, they don't... It's not like South they're Americans. They're not Ghanaian. They, they expats yeah, that are playing, like, you know? It's like... Great point. You remember... That is... Uh, Paolo, yeah. that is a great point. Because in football, and it's going to happen more and more, it's not going to slow down now, sure. is mm. that, like, hey, a 10-year-old is still a 10-year-old, sure. which is the advantage of, like, 
if you grow up in Barcelona, right, uh, is like you're still there with your parents. You still have people supporting sure. you. Like mm. it's really hard now if you're a Nigerian guy and you're, you're in the Ukraine and you have a bad day, yeah. a bad month, a bad year. So that's I, th- I think that's a great point. And uh, by the way, just before people go, oh, Paolo, you're so anti-West African. Uh, stop perpetuating that, that narrative. Um, the season or, or a couple of seasons, I think, after we uh, I'd gone to the Danone Cup, uh, South Africa had a cheating scandal. We actually ended up winning the Danone Cup yeah. and having it uh, rescinded because we had two age cheats in the team and that came out. So, by the way, that, that was like just a... It's a thing in football. I, listen, I used to coach youth football up to like under 16 and like pretty elite and there was loads of it and the big clubs were doing it let me just name yeah. two very big clubs in Soweto that were doing it mm. quite a lot um, having said that there is a guy I do know he, from Limpopo um, he, he did play under his brother's ID and everybody knows him as that name and he went on to be a megastar for one of the two super clubs from Soweto and we know him in Limpopo everyone knows my man no no everyone knows it's like no that guy's name no this is that guy so shout out to hey football <laughs> it will kill you dead it will, it's a real death <laughs> a real death all right coming up after the break a, a human being who has uh, sort of elbowed other human beings in the face probably cracked a skull or two not because he's a bad aggressive human being just because that's what rugby calls for it's uh, it's regulated violence let's face it that's what rugby is and a lot of people go oh that's terrible no it's not I will pay money to watch that I love it I love huge men and women running into each other and possibly ending each other's lives it's something I will pay for and I love it ladies and gentlemen on the other side uh, Flip Funamava the MKT show cliffcentral.com if you ain't scamming you ain't trying I read that somewhere I read that somewhere if you ain't scamming you ain't trying. And they did the, the, the N with the apostrophe thing. If you ain't scamming, you ain't trying. So I'm just saying what I saw on social media. You know, who, who am I? That is so dangerous. Who, who am I to question social media? I'm just telling you what I saw. Mm. And if anybody judges me for that, go to hell. Straight up. Yeah. Wow. I saw it on social media. Straight away. That's, uh, I'm just saying, if you ain't scamming, you ain't trying. Just, you know, so that's what's happening on the streets right now. Um, on uh, on the line with us, as he does every single... Well, not every single. Sometimes he's uh, out there playing golf and uh, three-putting. Which does remind me, uh, before we bring him on, I do need to probably have this, show him a little bit of technique. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing now a man who has not only shown that I'm a better sportsman than you, but I am also going to uh, an elite institution and I will get an MBA and uh, shove it down your throat. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only all-round good guy, Flip Funamava. Flip, what's going on, pal? How are you doing? Oh no, is he muted? Is it us? Oh no, we can't hear him. Oh, there we that's, go. That's fifty bucks. That's fifty bucks in the fine job. Yeah, that's that, that was James's fault. I can I can see them panicking in the background there. Uh, see if we can cut to James it's there okay. panicking. Let's have a look. It's okay, I'm I'm back. Yeah, you are back. Um, give us uh, cut to James there, guys. I, I could actively see the panic happening in the background. Of oh no, what's happening? And you know, do I deserve this job? At some stage, you got to say, now, do I take a bit of salary or for this month for that blunder? These are the sorts of questions you got to ask at the top. Uh, flip. I mean, if I you mean, made mistakes I mean, with I the bulls, you get dropped, right? Five count. What's yeah, that? I did. I did. I did. I didn't have my little five count before we started. Oh that's, no! So that's that, what I missed. Yeah. That's another lack of professionalism from James, which he's supposed to take care of. That. So I mean, uh, let's just start off on this note. If you'd 
dropped an important like a, a line out or you weren't in place for a mall or uh, you, you got the wrong uh, sort of, um, let, let's say you guys were going for the pushover try and you thought, no, 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 different. It might be channel two ball, channel one ball or whatever. You make a mistake. You get uh, dropped by the balls, right? Yeah, you're out of there, mate. So, <laughs> I mean, thoughts and prayers to James. Ah, uh, Dirk is uh, rugby. It's not that important. Does, does that mean it's I've been dropped rugby. by the MKT show? Where are we now with this whole thing? You well, were never on the team, James. Yeah. This oh, is how we break enough. it to you. You can't be dropped from, from something you were never on to begin with. That's, <laughs> that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. So, all right. Hotlines, James. So, uh, this may or may not be the last time you see James Flip. Hey, Flip, welcome, man. Um, what's, uh, let's start off with what's happening. You look fresh-faced. Um, is the weather starting to turn ugly there? Because I hear it's getting a little nippy. Don't, 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 don't put that spell on me. <laughs> summer, I heard apparently uh, it's climate, climate change and all. We're going to have endless summers from now on. I'm, uh, just, I'm just living for that. Shout out to Greta Thunberg. Yes. Living in heat all our lives. That's, so, all, that's all everyone wishes for. I mean, Speaking of which, I mean, this is, you, you're such a big time broadcaster. I just want to let you know, is I've gone full glass. I'm, I'm currently in the process. I don't know if you know this. Um, you, you heard of Joe Rogan. He's not doing very much at the moment. Uh, pretty small time guy. Um, he had this lady on her show, uh, on his show, and uh, she said um, that having plastic or, and storing your food in plastic is going to... Because you've already shamed me for uh, my small organ downstairs. So I thought, oh, I've got to do something about this. Is that for male health, if you are storing stuff in plastic at your house, just understand that that is going to affect... As the Jamaicans would say, the angle. So yeah, ah, yeah. So okay. me and Greta Thunberg, good, good, good to know. Or glass all the time. Yeah. So I'm not saying I'm a great person saving good the glass. planet, but you know I am. I so, saw this. I saw this. It starts week. with you. Starts with <laughs> you. <laughs> I saw this week that if you put strawberries in a glass container, it stays fresher for like ever. Oh yeah. See, I didn't know this. I've been uh, being. Uh, well, this this glass propaganda that seems to have popped up everywhere. We need to. Look into it. Strawberries. What are the glass people doing? Console. Yes. What are they doing? Who are they paying? Bell Pottinger feeding all this. Oh, imagine yeah. it comes out. I, yes. know, I know who the glass people should be paying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is big. Flip, you are, man, this guy. Hey, Cambridge. Big brains. Big brains, this guy. Paolo, the Joseph Goebbels of glass. Huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if he wants to be associated with him. Yeah, no, I did like... I, I, listen, I'll take the sentiment. I don't think uh, Paolo needs any any of that kind of heat. Um, listen, uh, Flip, yeah, but but what's happening there? Getting cold? What are you up to? What are you doing in France? Did you putt 18 times today on one hole? Yeah, I haven't picked up my, my golf clubs again after... Um, shout, shout out to Dion Stachman, who once called them golf sticks. I haven't <laughs> got, picked up my golf clubs um, after, after my terrible show in Poitiers. Uh, two weeks ago was it two weeks ago already yeah um, good it's going well we're actually having great sunny weather good 25 degrees sunny had some sundowners last night nice. feeling fresh feeling fun <laughs> work is going well uh, we're busy building uh, saving the world with a new hydrogen platform we're building which is very nice oh tell us about it whoa, um, whoa. sorry no you, yeah, 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 this yeah, is yeah. your slide whoa, t- tell us about it. what's that let's save the planet yeah, so we're working for a client that we're building a platform that, that connects all the actors in the, in the hydrogen ecosystem, uh-huh. focusing on France at the moment, um, which already has a hydrogen infrastructure. You can buy a hydrogen car, you can fill it up at a station. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um, definitely on the map to become the way people will move around here in France. You see the buses, you see trains being developed. Um, 
Very interesting. Hmm. Who knew, huh? Yes, you just go and go to Cambridge, play for the Bulls, play for the Springboks, save, save the, the world. Play. What a guy. Well, you ever thought of applying um, the, 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 um, the vampire guy? Hey, hey, James. What's the what's the guy's name? He's um, he, I think he was a va- vampire movie, some simp guy movie that was that was on there. They made all of the money in the world. He's Batman now. Robert Pattinson. Is, is that his name, James? Mm. You, you probably love him, uh, James. Do you look a bit? I mean, if you no, J- James, just your Pattinson. Is he like the new guy for your generation? Uh, uh, I don't think so. No, no. I I just think he's. He was the guy because he was in Twilight and he was... Twilight. Like, That's the know. dumb movie he was in. He was like Edward or Jacob. Not that I've ever seen Twilight. Edward. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, uh, no, James, are, are you team Edward or team Jacob? I have no idea. Cross my heart, hope to die. Never seen a single minute of He's Twilight. Edward. Sure. Not, I don't even know who Edward is. Sure. All right, sure. You, you knew... Our, uh, sure. Our pet, as they call it. I mean, do me a favor. All right, James, that's all. <laughs> now, Senzo, you seem to know a lot about... By the way, uh, hey, Flip, you know Senzo, a great kid. Bok Friday. I love it. Love it. Love that. Bok Friday. All right, Senzo. So that's a compliment. because sure. Thanks, man. The last time Flip was on, he shamed you a little bit for being a glamper. Yeah, well, that? we've gone past that. As in you're not glamping anymore or you've no, moved past the emotional trauma? No, moved past the emotional trauma. Yeah. No, you guys, I see what you guys are doing. What do you mean? Not going to work. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, I seem to know what you were saying. Pattinson, Team Edward. Or... Bro, I know. He's also Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter. So. Of course he is. Of course yeah. he is. Yeah. Nice. And so are you Team Edward or Team Craig or whatever? Uh, that, that North Twilight, but I know that he's Edward. Now, Paolo, you've got a, you've got a teen daughter. Um, so you, the thing about having kids, I would imagine, Paolo, is that you need to change your entire... If you've ever enjoyed a movie, forget it for the first 15 years or whatever... Um, does he, was your daughter into it? No, so she's too young. She's too young for that. My wife was into it. <laughs> Did she oh. faint like Westlife? <laughs> <laughs> right? I've come to realize something about Senzo. Yeah. Right? How You're 31. Yeah, 31, yeah. Right. So Senzo was Mac, his Mac game. Do kids still say Macking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, right? oh, yeah. His Mac game was quite big. So he was... On BBM, he was sending girls in sync lyrics. Yes. He was pretending and feigning interest in Twilight because he never watched Twilight. Yes. But he knows the Twilight ecosystem. And that's why he knows because that was his, his day. That's how he started conversations with girls. Wait, Twilight wait, wait, wait a little bit. Urban, urban Dictionary stop. What is macking? All right. Oh, but, oh I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> wow. Bam. Whammy. I'm so glad you well, asked. That's what we come here for. Last week it was K pop. Yes. The <laughs> oldest guy in the show. Yes. I'm the oldest guy in the show, but I'm the hippest. No, no. no you, even your, your, Mac, your drip. All right. There's a guy called Senza Satebe <laughs> who's going to give you the full breakdown. By the way, Flip, I know you're thinking, you know what? I've gone to Cambridge. I've got an MBA. But let me just tell you something, Paul, in case they didn't tell you behind those hallowed ho- uh, walls. Every day is a school day. Senza Satebe, take it away. <laughs> so, Flip, when you Mac chicks... You are spading them. You you know throwing some game. You know, putting putting the moves on them. So when they call you a Mac Daddy or a Mac, you must know you're the guy when it comes to chicks. Ah, yeah. Now you know. You guys actually have to spade chicks. They don't just come to you. Oh, yeah, but we can't be like you. Not you everyone's flick. a Springbok. Yeah, no, no, not not <laughs> God, I, hey, I, I can totally get behind what just happened there. I can t- like that is he's lived a lot. That is insight into Flip's life. He's it's done. Like, he's done. Did, did you play Grey Bloom first team uh, in standard nine? Of course he did. You see, that's the guy. Is I've been a superstar from standard nine until now. I'm gonna show you how you do it. How to live. He, he's never actually spoken to uh, a lady. 
who, who, who isn't the cream of the crop who's choosing him. That's what's happened there. Because for people who don't know, Flip, is if you go to Grey Bloom and you're even like in the third team, you're royalty. When you're in the first team for two years in Bloemfontein, and by the way, I am unashamedly will tell you, everybody says Cape Town. I'll tell you something. The best looking women in South Africa, it, it is not even close. Afrikaans. Bloemfontein. Bloemfontein, 100%. and it's not close because they're untainted by <laughs> McDonald's and rubbish like that. They live on farms and their fathers make sure that they, in school holidays, you're milking the cows and you're getting in the mix. There, there, there is no Santin to distract them. <laughs> the, oh, are you? So, Flip, it's just. Meat. They eat meat. They oh, do eat my meat. Goodness. Yeah, they're not on a. They're not like doing that annoying thing that um, girls in the city, like the yuppies, do. Is like I drink my greens nonsense. You, you know, like no, no, no. If you're gonna have spinach, just eat it. No, 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 no. So they can bribe better than you. They eat the meat. Get out of here. Maybe I need to yeah, go to Bloom. Exactly. My, my mom has been asking when I'm getting married. So Flip, shout out to you. The, see this guy I, here. He's done with us, bro. Like I, I, I'm still recovering from. Imagine from standard nine, 17 years old. He has never known a dry patch. This guy doesn't Mac. He's, that is not true. It's foreign. <laughs> I guess at the Bulls, yeah, the, uh, the Bulls guys are going, hey, who was it? Was it Ant- is it Antonio Conte that says don't have sex before the match? Uh, one, of the, one of the big coaches, I think it was, was it Rijkaard? Or, so there was a big one. I think it was Conte who came out, who said we're losing because players are having sex before the match. <laughs> I pretty much imagine that's what it was at the Bulls. You guys basically, uh, you, you eat, sleep, um, sleep with rugby, no, nothing and no one else. Yeah, you you shouldn't forget I'm Afrikaans, so it's just no sex. <laughs> You're not allowed to. Much like, um, yeah, but I mean, unless the lights off. <laughs> oh. Very much Otherwise, like. Otherwise, Jesus will see you. Yeah, oh, I see. Oh, Shout yes. out to JC uh, doing that whole thing. And now James has been in that whole situation his whole life uh, for very different reasons to you, though. Very, very different. In his case, okay. nobody wants to. Actually, in your case, it's just like you got to, you know, proverbially hand the ladies off. Otherwise, situation. Speaking of that, um, le- I mean, let's just start with the Bulls, right? Is talking of being a, a part of a dynasty. Are you kidding me? Last the week, champion. You wanted to say <laughs> the champion. <laughs> Listen, watching last week, right? Honestly, I thought it was like it, it, I thought they were playing a high school team. The Sharks. What yeah. are we doing? Uh, is is it is it is it only me who have after won two curry caps in one year? Unbelievable! They did. This guy, <laughs> the sky's on fire. That's today. unbelievable. Like, where, where where are we? Like these days, like <laughs> it's incredible. Let's 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 invent a new competition so we can win it. That's basically what's that's just what happened to the Bulls. Yeah. Um. But that, that, I did I did catch it. It was as you said. I wasn't impressed. I wasn't really impressed with the Sharks. Mm. Um, yeah. Looked a little bit. Not not on the firing in all cylinders, as if we can use the right terms. Yeah. Um, the previous week, I actually enjoyed Griquas quite a lot. I enjoyed the way they play. They looked a little bit like they want to attack, not keen on tackling, but I mean, what yeah. is rugby these days? Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Bulls, two curry caps and one here. But but now tell me this. Bring I mean, on the silverware. while we're discussing that, does the curry cup still matter? I mean, like, like let's have a, a very difficult conversation. I would imagine. For you as a staunch South African, and and it's hard for me to hear that the the Curry Cup, for for lack of a better term, has it's now it's been diluted, right, or, or not? Does it still have that thing? Yeah, I think I think we suffered a little bit of a of a talent drain. Um, so there was that there was the time where you know they the Springboks didn't play Curry Cup, and it was a lot a little bit all over the show. 
I've, I, I sort of feel the last two years, it, it, they gained a little bit of ground again. People started watching again. I actually think COVID, the result of COVID for the Curry Cup will be great because mm. international teams aren't buying anyone. There's no, the player transfer was, was very few and far between this yeah. year. So a lot of players were forced to stay in South Africa, which means like, um, you know, there will be a bit, a bigger pool of players to select from, which means better talent. Uh, a lot of clubs are, are, are capable of retaining their talent. I don't know where they get the cash from. I think the new, the new rugby, uh, ultimate rugby challenge, is that the, what it's called? I think that, that there's a little bit of a cash injection coming. Well, um, I mean, the, the so Bulls so do the, have, uh, Patrice Mazepa, you heard of him. He just put, I, th- I think he just purchased 40% of, the, you know, so he's trying yeah. to buy every team in Pretoria. Right. Shout out to the Ultimate Mafia, yeah. little uh, Cyril's brother-in-law. <laughs> exactly, there's a whole Mutebe <laughs> racket. Like, yeah, but, but um, but but I do think I I I I like to believe I've got a little bit of bias, maybe, but you know I like to believe uh, since it's become the Black Label Gary Cap, you know, there's a lot more interest. Mm. Um, there's uh, <laughs> no one, no one loved it when it was Absa. It was just like no, you know, yeah. our Black Label a little bit more interesting. <laughs> Um, but as I, as I said, it's, it stays the ultimate breeding ground for young talent in South Africa. It is important that it, you know, we keep the talent, we keep the, 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 the flow of talent through the Curry Cup is important for Springboks, for the super rugby teams, um, for young people that want to develop and want to become rugby players. That is the, that is the ultimate, that is the ultimate challenge. Um, and still lifting a trophy, most beautiful trophy. It's probably, you know, in, in, in the world, I think, if, if you think about rugby trophies. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of history. So I think, I think people are doing some work. Um, and, you know, shout out to Jake White and the Bulls for playing some entertaining rugby, playing some rugby people want to watch and get behind. 100%. Hey, um, I'll tell you what is interesting for me now and something which you could probably speak to very, very closely is I'm, I've never, been worried as a South African fan. I always say, as long as we have Afrikaans guys, uh, vendor guys, and Zulu guys, we're going to be all right. But more and more, something's happening. And I'd love to know what your thoughts are and what the reality is on the ground. Is I'll let you answer first. Is What is the opinion of South African rugby players in terms of the French eyes and the English eyes? Because we always think of our guys here, and we're just like, oh, no, if you're not 120 kilograms and you can't fetch, don't even bother being a loose forward. But we see how many of our guys go there. Now... I have my thoughts on the quality of Northern Hemisphere rugby, but I don't want to get into that, is how does France see our players? And something that came to my attention uh, through uh, a trusted source who I will not reveal is how many scouts are watching South African school rugby? How real is that in France? And how many? How, how much is that happening? I'll, I'll get to your second point first. Is, is that is a real thing. You get... You get... You get French scouts at the uh, Crown Week rugby. I know you know wow. Crown Week is an under eighteen is an under eighteen tournament where they try and recruit talent direct. Um, because the, the the perception in France is that South Africans are the hard workers. Um, there's a lot of price per kilogram going around. <laughs> and they want they want to they want to breed. That's the type of talent they want to breed in the in the um, competitions. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of rules. They've got their own sort of quota system going on in France. We have to have a certain amount of French players in your team per weekend, etc., um, which is good. Which you know they have to breed local talent as well. Um, and then 
Um, but if you recruit then, if you recruit the guys from a young age, from 18 years old, and they come through the form, French formation systems, they become automatically French players, French citizens, and uh, rest is history. Um, uh, South Africa, not the only ones. You're seeing that a lot of Fijian players as well um, coming through the Fijian monsters. Yeah, it is interesting to see a, a sort of a, a winger there, and it's like uh, Vinelao Uweku Unalavatu, and uh, who's he playing for? He's he's playing for Leblanc. So, but hey, shout out! It, it, it is a that's, global that's, world. That's that's Kosa. That's not Fiji. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that, that, that's a a totally d- different point. And yeah, so you were just and then how do like you say? So that, that's how they see us, huh? They're like, oh, just bring bring over Flip yeah. and. Uh, yeah, they know. They know. I think South Africa's got a great reputation as hardworking because uh, I mean that's we, we all are like that. We can just work harder than anyone else. Yeah. Um, and we we take that culture into the French, where they you know have the little cigarette, have a little baguette, and the, the <laughs> South African boys will hang out in the gym and and work a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Speaking of, uh, so before we take the great question from Gulten Gossi, we'll come back to that. We do, speaking of a, a little cigarette, um, I just want to get your take. I want to get everybody's take, Paolo and Senzo included. Uh, you, you ever heard of any Lebanese football? You ever been a big fan of that? Do you ever bet maybe uh, 50 euros Lebanese football? Lebanese football? Um I can't say. I know Not that. yet. No, All right. Well, if this doesn't get you to bet, because this is what happens in Lebanese football uh, when the ball goes out for a throw and uh, James will just give us that. That's what's going on there. That's a keeper. Um, so, <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> so you just look, at the, look, at the, look at that gut on that guy. Yeah. I mean, well, Amazing. Uh, listen, the guy's a goalkeeper and he's stressed out because you make one mistake at keeper. Right, I mean that's a goal. So, Paolo, just your thoughts on something like this before we take it to flip and obviously convert him to a Lebanese uh, Premier League footballer. <laughs> Look, I've, I I don't want to cast aspersions on the states of the Lebanese football league, and I very much doubt that is actually from the league. But I knew, like, I played indoor soccer like so into my thirties, so I broke my leg. I couldn't play anymore. Yeah, but I tried to keep myself fit, and I, I you know, I took it seriously. I, it wasn't like a mess round. I knew my day was coming to an end when you're playing a team and you're playing well, but you're feeling that you're playing well and you're sweating and you're taking a break and you're playing against a bunch of 20-year-olds who all go suck on one of those pipes at half time and you go, and then they just come back so fresh. You're like, God, my time is coming to an end when when you're playing against teams on those pipes and they're still running circles around you. Yeah. Senzo, I mean, um, obviously you went to uh, Yuppie, St. David's. Oh, my God. Uh, probably, what, those long cigarettes, like in the French art films. That's probably what's going on. You, you know, us at, at the poor schools we went to, uh, oh, like hard-nosed, myself and Flip, obviously, hard-nosed schools in the farms. We're obviously just having uh, slices of oranges at halftime. But for you guys, uh, you, you probably kind of like that hookah pipe thing. Apparently, apparently. I don't know how true it is. And, Paolo, you can chime in here. Apparently, Berbatov used to go for a smoke at halftime. I doubt you're smoking in front of Ferguson. I, apparently, that's why I say apparently. <laughs> yeah, because there's this rumor going around. I was like, guys, not under Fergie's watch. Bartes used to. Bartes would. Bartes, I know that. That makes. But sense. he was yeah. on harder stuff as yeah. well. So like, Bartes would go have a smoke in the toilets. <laughs> Fabian Bartes. Um, he's a guy uh, who I'm sure you know in France. There, uh, Philip. Uh, Fabian Bartes. <laughs> yeah. is, is he still out and about, like doing public appearances? I would imagine. Hey, he he must just be a, a rock star. I'm, I'm probably I'm probably sure the footballers still have their way there in Paris. You know, do what they want to do. Yeah, they probably had, like Senza said, probably had a smoke to to calm down a little bit from all the other stuff they use. <laughs> um, <laughs> football football is massive over here. Those guys, you, you the guys rolling around here, you know, 
you see them on holiday and in the Bugattis and whatever, and you've never seen him, no idea. And then he's a footballer, so. So as a, best uh, yeah, listen. So that's the Lebanese Premier League. That's absolutely brilliant stuff. Uh, the internet is a savage place. Uh, I, I think w- whether that's genuine or not, the fact that somebody's gone and typed that is electric. Talk to me about this uh, as a rugby player. Did you guys ever get used to get resentful of uh, the footballers, just like earning? You know? um, probably in terms of yeah, in terms of cash, you know. Yeah. Uh, you look at you look at something like NFL football, what they put their bodies through, and you sort of get broken a lot more and earn you know a month's salary as lifetime earnings <laughs> but um i mean we all we all get to play the sport we love uh, that's they do the same they're living their their passion so no no resent in that sense no do, do, do rugby players like i used to wonder you know like listen okay first team rugby in in high school it's one thing like do you, do you ever like look at i don't know chris jack or whatever i mean not you but i mean do you know any rugby players who got scared ever like obviously you're not scared of everyone you you're like a, it's just a human bear um but now do you do do, do rugby players get scared like, like i think it's a position a positional thing i think some guys are not keen on you know, in the Fords, even if we are scared, you, you, you like, what's the, what's the Muhammad Ali thing is you like wake up and apologize. You know, that, that, that sort of, you, you don't, you're not allowed to be scared of anything. Um, it gets bred into your head from a very young age. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, you know, you get, you get funny guys, you get the funny, the funny people speaking in a team and the, and the backs and the nines and the 14s. Yeah. They, they're not really keen to the get, number eight. get in stuck into that. The number thing. eight. We, we had a very yeah. famous one from my school who famously has never, still it's said that he's never hit a ruck in his lifetime, a, a third center. I, I, I do hear you there. Well, was there ever a guy that you kind of saw, even I mean at your, although you went to Great Bloom, what am I talking about? What, what would they do to you guys at Grey if you even short, took a step back? Like just, what, you got to sleep outside with, no. in shorts in winter? Never, 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 never yeah, never yeah. took a step back. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no makes sense. I'm not, I'm not even going to bother asking the, the ridiculous uh, last question. All right, Flip, we've got plenty to talk about. NFL, by the way, I'm not sure if you saw week one. Yeah. Who do you support, yeah. by the way? We, we need to get this down. I've got a very depressing week behind the back because I'm a, oh, I'm a yes. Green, Bay, <laughs> Green Bay fan. Oh, we will talk about I had, that. I had, a, I had a weekend. I had a weekend of Green, Green Bay. I had a weekend of Springboks. Oh. You know, I just sat in the corner and cried. Oh, that's good. I, I mean, yeah, I, I would say, uh, like, although, you know, James is not quite as big as you. I was going to ask if you cried in the fetal position in the shower, but there is no way in France there is a shower big enough for you. To be in the fetal position, in, and we can talk about that on the other side. Um, f- uh, yeah, thoughts and prayers, Philip. Uh, we will talk about it. In, uh, I mean, NFL. We'll talk PSG, Novak, uh, all of that. Uh, I mean, that's just uh, thoughts and prayers for our guy. Although he is in the, what the south of France, guys. I'm not gonna <laughs> like if, if I want to be sad somewhere. It's the south of France where the sun sets at like ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah. That's where you want to be sad. You don't want to be sad in Ravonia. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> I've heard enough. All right. Okay, we're going to go to a break. The MKT show. <laughs> Cliffcentral.com. Oh, I'm MKT. That's me. It's my show. That's that's all it is. That's that's what's happening. Hey, Flip. Um I want to ask you this. I'm not sure if you heard a little bit of breaking news. Uh but Pakistan New Zealand totally canceled um so I don't know what's happening with cricket. Obviously, uh, that's a whole situation. But that, that's just breaking news right now. Send us Tebe, Maybe you can tell us a bit more yeah, what has well, gone um, down there, buddy. Pakistan, New Zealand. Um, so New Zealand were due to tour Pakistan. 
um, for the cricket and they literally like an hour ago they said uh, due to security fears they couldn't carry on with it and which is very which is which poses an interesting thing because now England the England uh, ladies team and the men's team are due to go to Pakistan and if New Zealand are saying no we're not coming what do you think the English are going to say so yeah it's, yeah it's a bit sad oh and all the pakistani players they're very upset about it and because also because of the financial financial aspect of it as well so they're very yeah it's a big thing now i mean let's be it's honest the yeah it, that's exactly what's happened there is it's got nothing to do with security i haven't heard anything from pakistan or is, is there a situation going off in pakistan right now um no i mean but i just think because of the whole uh, jacinda will not so not even the jacinda things because you know what's happening next door right is that what the, oh, come on yeah, yeah. Well, but they've got no more they've got no more uh, islamic yeah pakistan's priest hiding out in pakistan they all sent back now so i mean what's the what's the stress because and do you know do you know because the thing is new zealand cancelled it minutes before the the first odi what? So, yeah, they cancelled it like as the first ODI was supposed to play. So wait, are the players there already? They're there already. Oh. oh. What is That's going good. on? Because they said, they said, uh, so Jason Gillespie is tweeting, he said, um, New Zealand cricket would have not made the decision to end Pakistan, uh, to end Pak- their Pakistan tour lightly. They have shown time and again that they were willing to do whatever it is to protect, yeah. Paolo, your thoughts? Uh, no, it's just like, I mean, this is the second sense. time in like two weeks yeah, that, I know. you know, games start or matches start, you're ready to go and then it gets cancelled. It's Statement from the ECB, right? They say, we are liaising with our security team who are on the ground in Pakistan to fully understand the situation. The EC board will then decide in the next 24 to 48 hours whether our planned tour should proceed or not. So England are definitely not going to go. Unbelievable. Another statement from the ECB: They received five hundred thousand cash <laughs> underneath the table. Yeah, but the Pakistan, the yeah, the Pakistani players are very, very disappointed uh, because because um, Baba Azam, the captain, said extremely disappointed on the abrupt postponement of the series, which could have brought the smiles back to millions of Pakistan cricket fans. I've, I full trust in the capabilities and the credibility of our security agencies. They are proud and will always be Pakistan Zidabad. Um, Mohammed Afiz, Pakistan is safe and proud nation. Postponing this series is absolute sad news for the whole nation. And then um, Shob Akhtar says sad scenes and news from Raul Pindi. But there was supposed to be an ODI today. Um, New Zealand said, "Listen here, not today, not today." Akhtar still playing? No, no, no. no, no different, no. different. Uh, yeah, the Akhtar will come around every sort of two, three teams. It's kind of like um, yeah. uh, Fun Fake in like uh, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fun Marva. That that will be. Um, Inevitable there. So, uh, speaking of that, I mean, how do, like, as a player, what is going on? Like, what is, because now what? Players won't get paid for that, hey? The Pakistani guys, no one gets paid there. No, I've no idea. I've no idea what's going on, why these games are getting cancelled, why people are ready to go, and then, you know, all types of excuses. Um, I mean, apparently, I take it, Pakistan is not the safest place in the world. But I mean, then you just say you don't want to go. Invite them to your place, or play in the UAE. You know, if you, if someone play in the UAE, exactly. Unbelievable! Um, oh, come to South Africa. Here's come South. Yeah, please. You're you're welcome. Yeah, and then we make them play only in Kimberley and Chikwas, like at those ovals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And listen, they had a nice oval at a stage until obviously 
uh, the lack of delivery in South Africa um, has eroded that whole thing and any sort of cricket facility Fikile. anyway. Fixed. By the way, Fikile Mbalula, shout out to him. Spotted again, not looking like a 65-year-old granny. He had a new appearance last night. Not sure if you saw the photo. So no way. He, he's back to looking like an adult. He, he's, um, he's, he's taken away the, those sort of uh, those horn rim glasses that made him uh, look like Mrs. Doubtfire for a bit. Not sure if you, if you saw any of those pictures where he had Gucci wear. You went for the you went. Who was who was the who was the sport president? Yeah, brilliant. Uh, you know, nineteen ninety five. Steve Twitt. Yes. In the first Steve Twitt. He yeah. had brilliant losses. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oliver Tumbo, uh, for, like a poor man's Oliver Tumbo. Uh, that look, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly. Steve Twitt. Yeah, uh, great guy. He used to live down the road from me, um, and then I think he got. Oh. Uh, you know, then he's like important. He's important, and I'm now I'm getting rich. I get the hell out of here. So. He's he's probably he's probably living in Stain City or wherever. Um, so let's talk about your your. This actually works for me because quite a lot of your life seems to have gone well, especially with what you've revealed about never having had to talk to a woman uh, about any situation at all. Um, it, 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 that situation just happened. I'm happy that you're a little bit sad in your life because you have been a since a Batman from uh, the age of 17. Uh, the Green Bay Packers got absolutely smoked this past week. Aaron Rodgers throwing two interceptions and not scoring a single touchdown at all. Just your feelings there, Flip. Um, thanks to you, I'm, I'm a fan of the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> um, and apparently last time he threw two interceptions in a match that ended up in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, in the final. So, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hang on to that little, that little perception of him, but uh, absolutely shocking. Yeah. Um, Getting getting wasted by New Orleans, yeah, um, out of nowhere uh, was a bit of a was a bit of a bit of a thing. Yeah. Um, other than that, I didn't I didn't catch too many games to be honest. I don't actually don't actually know what happened with the other guys. What are, who's the who's, who's the new talent? Who are, who are we looking at? These uh, days? The the guy who's coming through, a guy called Jalen Hurts. Uh, they'd written him off right as uh, they were playing uh, Atlanta. Uh, so Atlanta decided, well, uh, the, the, see, the Hawks are trapped because they paid money for a guy um, a couple of years ago. They basically sold the franchise to Matt Ryan. He's about 87 years old now, and they thought it would be ta- Tom Brady fever. Uh, but what's happened there is they also haven't scored a touchdown. Uh, Jalen Hurts uh, with uh, Heis- current Heisman winner Devontae Smith absolutely ripped them apart. They got a new guy. Some nerd is the coach now, Nick Sirianni. He can't talk on a mic. But he is the coach. And so uh, Jalen Hurts in his second season is the guy to look for. But the guy to look for this season in his second season, um, 38 or 30 touchdowns last year. There's the the guy I'm backing to maybe be the MVP. Patrick Mahomes, of course, is the guy. But there is a guy now uh, in the second team in LA. Biology major, by the way, uh, 4.0. A guy called Justin Herbert is an absolute freak of nature. He is unbelievable. So if anybody is in the NFL world, the guy you want to be checking out is the uh, LA Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert. He goes at about 6'5". And last year, he he actually bounced a guy who got knocked out on the side of the field in his first play ever. He came in because a guy called uh, Terod Taylor had uh, a medic puncture his lung five minutes before the game because he was giving him a a muscle relaxant and uh, punctured his lung. Justin Herbert came in and they've never looked back. He was the rookie of the year last season. Justin Herbert, focus on that guy. He is unbelievable. So that's where it's at. The, the New England Patriots lost, by the way. Um, but they, they, they do have the magnificent Mac, uh, and, and they look like they found their next Tom Brady. Um, it was two Alabama guys. By the way, speaking of, of the NFL, all right, I mean, we, we can come back to the NFL. H- have you ever gotten into college football, by the way? Like, col- American college football flip. 
it's Mate, uh, amazing. Like this past weekend, watching so Ohio State uh, Buckeyes. Shout out to them. They lost to the Ducks. Who? Wow, that's basically funded by a guy called Phil Knight. Not sure if you've heard of him. He started a small company called Nike. Isn't the Mighty Ducks a, a hockey team? Man? Oh, different team. I like that you've gone there. Uh, Paulo Diaz now is, an, is a movie aficionado, so you don't know what you've just opened there. Uh, Mighty Duckman, Emilio Estevez, brother to a man who once had tiger blood in him. Paulo, uh, Mighty Ducks, uh, let's just talk about that. Where does that go in terms of sports films? It's got to be the most famous because everyone remembers it. Mm. It's like if you had to say to people, name a sports movie, that's the one they go to. And so many people relate to it because most of us were losers at sport <laughs> so we we can get it of being sucking at sports and playing in suck teams and hoping to get better so i think flip very, doesn't get that no he doesn't get it but like, we do yeah yeah no you don't get it no yeah senzo definitely gets it yeah. james what? definitely gets it yeah i get it yeah um so yeah it's for normal people it is relatable good movie emilio estevez probably the best estevez Besides his mother. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, it's good. Imagine growing up with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> that? That's chaos. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? I do know what and you Charlie mean. And Charlie Sheen, like, was always nuts. Like, now he's, like, gone off the plantation. It's, it's the tiger blood. That's a lot of things. It's, it's, he's gone quiet, though. I wonder if he's ill. He is oh, ill, apparently. But no, no, because he, came, he said he's HIV positive. But I wonder if he's like... But, but is that the lion pot? Or, I mean, is that the tiger pot? Or is that his blood, do you think? It's the best part. Because it's tough. Once you've had tiger blood in you, now it's tough to say. Is it his blood or is it the tiger blood? Never had tiger blood in me, so I, I can't... And you know, yeah. And mostly none of us are doctors. I mean, uh, Flip, you do have an MBA from Cambridge. That doesn't mean you understand genetics or... But anyway, Mighty Ducks, good movie. So uh, out of 10, I mean, we might as well start a movie rating thing. Let's cut to Paolo and make sure that he gives us his movie rating. Because um, maybe we should do this next time. Movie, uh, uh, what's it? Uh, sports, sports movie. So we'll, we'll, we'll do our ten, our top ten. We'll we'll do one a week because we need content, right? We, oh, like, so we... many sports movies. All right. So what are we giving it out yeah. of ten? And let's rate it. Like I'm not going to rate it next to like Casablanca or any of those. No, no, no. no. In terms of sports <laughs> movies, yeah, yeah. You know what? Like, I'm in. I love any given Sunday. If you're going to put that as like a ten out of ten. Okay, so let, let's say that you saw a guy's inch eyeball, by inch, a guy's eyeball popped out. Yeah, yeah. I do, yeah. So I like to see Steam that. and Willie Beeman. <laughs> I'd put seven. Mighty Ducks is a good seven. Mighty Ducks. Okay, so we seven out of ten. Let, let's just have the guys in the in the back write this down because obviously they have to do it. I will forget. Um, seven out of ten for Mighty Ducks. I'll write that down so people uh, make sure. You ever seen Mighty Ducks flip? You obviously can't identify. Um, you ever seen it? I am. Uh, where I people am suck I'm a big in. Mighty Ducks. You know, little quack, quack. <laughs> Right. You know, that's that's the yes. type of stuff that got us going. Yeah. You know, every time every time I look up in the sky I see the flying V, you know, that's the that's the type of things I reference in my in my day to day team team meetings. But, but you know, you uh, people think I'm a I'm a magnificent leader. It's actually just because I saw great movies. My, that's <laughs> but if Guardiola stopped training one day in, in, in his book, he stopped training one day to make the players watch the geese flying in formation. Oh, wow. He made all the players stop, and I think we're still at City, to watch the geese flying in formation and how they work together. Oh. Ferguson also used to talk about ducks and geese and birds. Yeah, yeah. Also used to watch it. Yeah. Shout out to Vince Lombardi. Don't know if you guys know yeah. Vince Lombardi. Yeah. Do we know Vince Lombardi? Little, all right. Little coach. Uh, Tidal Town, Green Bay Packers. Uh, Flip, if you don't think we're an international show, you are wrong, pal. Um, the, now, it's called Tidal Town for a reason. The great Vince Lombardi, the trophy in the NFL, of course, named the Lombardi Trophy that you lift. 
up above your head, which Aaron Rodgers has not done since I, I believe eleven years ago. So shout out to you there, Flip. Exactly. Guys, can I just sorry? If you if you if you do any sport, if you sorry, James. No, don't be take, sorry. Take don't worry about yeah, don't worry about James. You, you've got an MBA from Cambridge. Go you ahead, have, Flip. He I'm went to after. James, let's let If you do any sport, yeah. If you lift a weight or you run one kilometer a day, you should read a Vince Lombardi book. You are you are obliged to read <laughs> from now on. Everyone who watched MKT show. Get yourself a Vince Lombardi book. The quotes. It will make South Africa a better place. Oh, the quotes. <laughs> the the pull-out quotes. You, you're so right. All right, James, obviously a very diluted um, version of Afrikaans, and you can totally relate with um, the Mighty Ducks because James is, I am not kidding, he is the clumsiest human being I've ever met. Incredible <laughs> at graphic designing. He'll make a meme of Senzo, obviously crying and exploding. But do not ask him to do anything uh, where it requires coordination or any sort of physical prowess. Jimbo, what you got to say about um, So we have to go back a little bit because I wanted to ask this question just now. Who had a lion's tiger's blood in them? Oh, I'm so glad. Uh, listen, I'm so glad you have that question. Only Paulo Diaz can answer this. Uh, Paulo, um, I mean, so, so just so uh, – what? You know what? To answer that question, we'll get to the answer of it. Paolo, first of all, let's talk about a podcast, the, the only podcast everybody should be listening to in South Africa who likes uh, the best um, decade of music, uh, according to you and Dari. But okay, uh, uh, we're obviously promoting it now. So the best decade of music only comes from one decade. Let's punt that podcast and then let's get straight into who had tiger blood and maybe we can get into more of the Esteve slash Sheen family. A Stanford study showed that people of all generations and all different musical types, that the 80s music that they listened to in the sample made them, by and large, the happiest. Uh, it That's is, science. It is that 80s show. We do host the biggest 80s-related podcast in South Africa uh, to 100 listeners. <laughs> you should have kept it to 80. It could be the 80s show. We tried. We tried. It was caught between growth and... Novelty. So we didn't really quite know where to go. Um, so, okay. yes, that's why Char that's why they asked Charlie Sheen, because we host that 80s show. We talk about stuff from the 80s. And every week we recommend 80s movies people may have forgotten to watch. Mm. And uh, we go through really good stuff and really rubbish stuff. Obscure stuff, novelty stuff. And Charlie Sheen shows up quite a lot. Uh, he was in a fantastic movie called The Wraith, where he died. Charlie Sheen's character died and got imbued with the spirit of an evil car. Wow. Was alien car thing. Okay. And amazing. The Wraith, fantastic. It's amazing. Yeah. And Charlie Sheen, he was in Wall Street. He was. You the, know, the only one that matters. Greed he is was. good. He was in Hot Shots. Oh. Hot Shots. Yeah. Um, which was a yeah. parody of Rambo movies and things like that. Yeah. In the 90s, he then went to, he replaced Michael J. Fox on that TV show where they played. Spin City. Spin City. Thank you very much. Yeah. He replaced Michael J. Can, Fox. Can we not forget that Charlie Sheen was actually in Platoon? That was One that of the was best up. war movies ever. So in Platoon, the director took all those young actors, and they sent him, sent all of them to stay in the basement of this Vietnam War vet who had completely gone off the plantation. And well, this... now everyone blames Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it was this guy, and they all had to go live in his basement, and they were petrified because they were young. They were nineteen, twenty. Uh, and just starting to come out. It doesn't matter if Charlie Sheen, if you're Hollywood royalty, you're still going to be scared by a Vietnam War vet locking you in his basement. Yeah. And it was very traumatic for these guys. And the director wanted them. He had hark back to that on set saying, remember how you felt? Remember how scared you were? And that pulled out, the, it pulled out their performances. 
then we wonder why Charlie Sheen went nuts. Mm. He's always yeah, loved the drugs. Exactly. And then was was that uh, war with uh, Clint Eastwood by any chance? <laughs> See, could have been. Could be. Could have been. Clint will do. He, by the way, he just did a new movie. He's Not sure scary. if you saw that. Uh, I don't know what the new one's called. There's a yeah. Oh yeah, there's a new one. He just wrote it as well. You, you know what Clint's done? By the way, I had a baby at 71. Not sure if you know know that. My man. Um, he had a baby. <laughs> that man's got iron in his Yeah, uh, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> shout out! Uh, shout out to the real bad boy of films. Had a baby at 71. Um, but he's just like his his all his latest movies. He's writing, directing. Like he's the water lady, the tea lady. He uh, does have an Oscar for that. Uh, so he's doing everything in the in the latest films because it's like, do you know what? What's he, Dirty Harry? If I've been Dirty Harry, screw all of you. I'm about to die soon. I'm gonna have a baby, and then I'm gonna. The whole film day. is about me. So yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what the new one's called. Maybe we could just uh, have the guys yeah. in the back Google it. Do you feel lucky? Do you feel lucky? Clint, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood would walk in here and you know you get old man tough strength yeah yeah, old, yeah. you know you know you get those old school yeah, 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 yeah. hardcore old guys the guys 91 all of us out he'd knock all of us out absolutely anyway to answer James's question yeah. is that Charlie Sheen sort of as his last major public appearance went on a talk show and said that to help him fight HIV which he had admitted to having on the show he gets himself injected with tiger blood not, obviously not true, but that's what he said. But let's get a look at James' face back there. Um, I'm not sure. So just so that's that, that is a man who has just left sort of university and sort of been coddled by his mum uh, his whole life. Obviously, as a flip, if you didn't hear earlier, James was scamming his mum while he was um, at a college, which is a scam actually. It's called AFTER. I have no shame in saying that. Uh, but James was scamming his mum as well. Uh, yeah, it's one of these creative. Uh, like it's not a, and, and you pay like private okay. school prices as well. It's not like real university, which costs right. half of it. Uh, like you, you know, it's not like but you Cam learn to do nice stuff. You, you got, you pay Cambridge prices, okay. but you, uh, like the jobs you can do could not help. Like what you're doing is you're going to try and maybe, I don't know, bring down the carbon footprint of human beings. Whereas James is designing um, graphics. The, the most he can do is graphics for movies, which are doing nothing for anybody. I mean, but he, he was also scamming his mom at the time for drinking money, telling her it's like, oh, food money and whatever. And guess what he was doing? James was buying a pair of shoes every month in university. Quite, and he never had a job. Quite literally none of so, this happened. And, and he didn't have a job, by the way. So, so, so not drinking money. Yeah. No, no. He didn't have a job. None of this happened. I don't know where you got that from. Okay, go ahead. Okay, we can look at part one of the of the of the show where you said I bought a pair isn't of shoes. Afka, my... Isn't Afka like the films that you used to buy when you had the, the camera? <laughs> I, like, I, I like that you've gone there, but the, the scam school you went to is with a D. <laughs> but I do shout uh, out. To, yeah, shout out to us, the old. You know. If his mom, if. It, if Mom believed he went to Afghan, but it was like, you know, <laughs> what school do you go to? You look at the first thing you see. Yeah. I'm going to toilet. <laughs> yeah, but okay, okay. Look, James, go ahead. I think you you constantly talk down about after right and me going to after and it being a scam school, right? I think it makes you look more stupid because you hired me mm -hmm. and here I am oh. running this show. The, the reality of this, I mean, I, I, I also, I have hired uh, after kids and, uh, and I'd never do it again for film. I didn't know you went to after. Honestly, when I hired you, I did not know you went to after because uh, the, when, I, when I did hire you, since we're telling the real story, it was that I hired you through a friend, a connection through a friend, and I was looking for a certain type of person. I didn't know you went to after. Cause, so my thing is when, whenever I look at people, I try not to uh, look at their CVs before I meet them. I met James. I was like, oh, this kid's kind of cool. 
And then I hired him because I, you know, I can teach skills. I can't teach attitude. I was like, <laughs> kind of like this guy's attitude. He's not smart enough to ever challenge me. So I was like, <laughs> let's hire him. Plus he went to Saints. There's no way he's smart at all. And then this, but this other stuff's been coming out about him. This guy is scamming his mom. Unbelievable for a pair of shoes a month. <laughs> yeah, but fair enough. We did say he runs a cartel, so. He's El, been on it for a while. El gringo, boy. Paulo, uh, uh, yeah. Flip, you don't have any, I mean, like you said, you're a good Christian boy from Bloom. You've never actually seen an lady naked because anything that has happened with a lady, the lights have been off and you've been married to her at the time, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, you're a great Christian guy because your family might see this. Um, but Paulo, so you don't have any kids that you know of. Um, Paulo, you do have a child. What do you do in, in 17 years' time? She goes off probably to Rhodes. Let's face it, it's a, it's a soft generation. No, nobody wants to go to Cambridge and, and it's actually hard. And you find out when she's 24 that actually the, all that money that she was saying was for printing and textbooks and whatever else, actually she was getting uh, sneakers and uh, you know uh, different gins from around the world like James scamming you. What do you do as a parent there? The different sneaker thing, I would not take. <laughs> I can't punish or admonish for that. Um, if you guys are the same size, that that would be great, even. Yeah, jeez, then that that's uh, that's problematic. Yeah, big feet for a lady. Yeah, uh, size nine. No, but you know what? Like I've said once, I've said it before, I'll say it numerous times. I don't blame after. I blame James. Yeah. I know lots of good guys out of after. Can I finish this? Charlie Sheen, because I went back to go find these quotes of him. So, Philip, you probably thought you were on a professional show. We do not have a script for what has to happen in this lunch hour. Um, the, the, this is it's, it's gone from yeah. shoes to Paolo's daughter lunch. scamming him and James being an actual scam artist to... Uh, let's finish off the Estevez. Uh, this, this is Charlie Sheen. In these interviews, he was saying, I was banging seven gram rocks. Banging. Not yeah. banging. Yeah. What? Yeah, I yeah. was banging seven gram rocks and finishing them because that's how I roll. Because I have one speed, one gear. I'm different. I have a different constitution. I have a different brain. I have a different heart. I got tiger blood, man. Dying's for fools. Dying's for amateurs. If I'm on a drug, it's a drug called Charlie Sheen. If you try it once, you'll die. Your face will melt off and your children will weep over your exploded body. Unbelievable. I'm tired of pretending like I'm not special. I'm tired of pretending like I'm not bitching. A total friggin' rock star from Mars. And people can't figure me out. Charlie Sheen. Uh, Flip, your thoughts. I mean... That, 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 that's the sort of quality. Shout out to, shout out to Elon Musk. Really, right? <laughs> yeah. he, he was doing Musk things before Musk. Oh, you, you, your thoughts there, Sensor? Tiger blood. That guy's, but that, in his defense, he did outlive everybody. Human Keith Richards, they, they're different, man. Charlie Sheen, what a, what a wild different. life. Speaking of a wild life, a guy who tried to spread COVID um, in the entire tennis community, um, just also like... You could probably empathize with this guy, right? Is you guys have had tough weeks. Um, so I don't know if you remember, he went on a tour with his with his Baltic buddies, where they like COVID's not real. And, and like, l- l- let's make this very clear. I'm friends with a with a lot of Baltic people. It's important to say that before you say something derogatory about people. You know, it's kind of like that. I'm not racist, but. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, dated. Yeah. I, I dated in the Baltic region. Oh, okay. So, you know, okay. <laughs> so, we've both been there. Trust me. Wow. Uh, never go Serbian again. I've learned a lesson. I've learned a lesson. Don't go Serbian. Never, ever, never, ever go Serbian again, man. Yeah. I, I agree. You've been 100%. there. That's All right. smashing tennis rackets. That, yeah. That's going to be your head. That's yeah. well said. A uh, guy from Serbia is, the, like, Baltic people are different. They do think the world uh, revolves around them. And shout out to them. You need that. America thinks that. Australia thinks that. South Africans think that. And I guess you need that to win. Hey, you live in France. They will, <laughs> you, you know how it goes. Novak Djokovic, um, much like uh, the Springboks and uh, the Green Bay Packers, a loser. Just your thoughts on him. Will he ever be compared to Roger? Loser. Yeah. 
Nah, I don't. I'm, I'm not a big Djokovic fan. I, I think it's easy to say now these days because now you can be opinionated. He's so good, you can hate him. Yeah. Um, shout out for looking like PSPs. But uh, I mean, <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Yes, that's what it is. But yeah, man, he's got he's got such a weird attitude. You just you just can't love him. Yeah. Um, I understand. I understand. Tennis is a hell of a tough road. Uh, it's tough. Thing, you know, you're on your own and you uh, you cramped up with your own thoughts a lot. Um, but this guy is like, yeah, I, I, I can't get it. Can't get it. He's obviously very good. Um, but yeah, we'll always stay. I'm actually a Nadal fan. Uh, oh. And then a Roger fan. Nah. Um, talking about sneakers, I got the new Roger sneakers. Oh, okay. I'm that fashionable guy now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you got hang them with on, you? Hang on a second. All right, let's get a full view shot. You, you won't get those here. I'm telling you no. now. They won't. Oh, Class. let's get a full screen. Look how big that foot is. <laughs> what size are you? Oh, the Rogers. So how many of those were made? Like 15? And, and you, what, you got to be a Cambridge slash Bulls legend and Springbok to get them? Early investor, mate. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's a kick fund. I would, kick I would love to claim that. <laughs> I'm a, no, no, it's a, it's a, yeah, you go online, huh? I just bought them online. I thought I'm, I'm grown up enough to own white sneakers. Yes. <laughs> First time in my life. Um, now that I live next to the beach and everything, you know, it's, you have to get into that Cape Town lifestyle. Um, got myself white sneakers and I just thought I'll, I'll make it a little bit more sporty, diversify a little bit. Oh, if you have to go amazing. to nightclub and then go tennis afterwards, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, man. That's exactly. Senzo, you were saying earlier, what? Uh, is, is it the um, Living La Vida Loca shirt? Yeah. So, Flip, are you going to get. By the way, shout out to me. Uh, so, if you don't think I've got a racket, and you, you, you think it's just uh, Djokovic, I've got, uh, you know, single hand back. What, one thing I never liked about him double hand backhand. That's for ladies. Sorry, I, that sounds sexist. Single hand backhand. Roger. Roger. Single hand backhand. That's where you got to be. Here. Boom. I'm I'm not sweating because I'm Swiss Ooh. and South African, and uh, I'm winning everything. That's otherwise you got to get the hell out of you my face. Need to get one of these. Oh my God! You what need is to get one of these? Yeah. For wine. That's it's anti-stress, anti-stress late nights. This is this is what you do, and you can eat single-handed back. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, to to strengthen the wrist. Yeah. How many does flip? How many of exactly. those do you break a day? <laughs> <laughs> you must go through dozens. Right. <laughs> 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 and I are like. <laughs> Honestly, no, we we still on stress balls. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's advanced. He's like, yeah, that's the one. The yuppie, the yuppie guys. If you ever have daughters, flip. You must matric dance. Just <laughs> sit there with one of the just. Yeah, that's what that's what you're gonna have to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, who's stressed there? Is imagine pitching up. Oh, where well, you got to meet my dad. Obviously, it'll be. Now that he said he won't do Baltic, it'll probably be, I don't know, some Chilean woman that he marries that speaks to him, obviously, because yeah. he's never, ever spoken to a woman yeah. with any needs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she'll come, obviously, <laughs> he looks like, uh, you know, Batman. He obviously pulls out. He, probably by that time, he saved the world. No, you know his Yes. yes. Like, and it, I mean, you've probably got to spice that up is I got these from Roger after yeah. he won his 20th. You know, you, you obviously... Throw, although, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. although, whatever, she's speaking to you. You don't yeah, need to yeah. add the lie. No, and to come back to my point... He's stressed about saving the world, you know. It's not stressed about this little, this little yuppie kid coming. Oh, what you do though is, I, I, I got, I got it. I, I like yours, but let's, uh, let, let's put, let's make mm-hmm. it the iPhone 12 Plus. Is that at the door you have a little cup, right? Is that there's stress balls in there, but the, your daughter actually has put that there because you got to meet my dad. So that's going to be like, so the daughter comes home. Hey, grab one of those. Mm-hmm. You're gonna why? 
You'll need it. You'll need it. Dad opens the door. Yeah, Holy yeah. smokes. He goes, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, flip one of ever. What a legend of the game. Guys, great stuff. Sends all great stuff. Uh, Paolo, as always, uh, live in La Vida Loca shirt and uh, swag game on the shoes on fleek. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an honor. Hey, Flip, you're a legend, bro. You guys are legends. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Enjoy oh. the long lunch. Always, always. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, this has been, uh, we can leave it on that screen there, James. Let's finish with Flip on screen so people can say uh, I'm big time when we do clip this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is MKT. Uh, this man, this man over here is Flip Funimava. It's been the boys. It's been Paolo Diaz. It's been James Ilsley in the back. Uh, it's been Senzo Sitebe. It's been Voyo. It's been Sipo uh, this side. We've got a new guy in the back who uh, actually probably the blackest guy I know. Um, his name is Ryan Tinlin. Uh, but I'll tell you why I think he's black next week. And I called it straight away when I met him. He's a fantastic kid. He's new uh, in the back. A man who is here at the studio. Um, I, like, I, I don't know how he doesn't break curfew, but he is here before the sun and he leaves um, after the sun sets. An incredible guy called Welcome in the back. So to all of the boys, appreciate you. And to you, Flip, uh, you're a friggin' legend for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another great week. My name is MKT. This has been the MKT Show. And for now, we are the hell. Hey, what's happening? It is your hostess of the most. It's MKT here from the infamous MKT show live on Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Catch myself and many other passionate sports fans, enthusiasts, uh, maniacs live on YouTube every day from 12 till 2 p.m. Central African time and from 3 to 5 live on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com or wherever you may consume Cliff Central's content. In case you missed the live stream, the MKT show is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend. If you're joining us for the very first time on YouTube, Hit that button. The button is below. Get involved in the comment section. This is Mbulelo Kaele Tutinta, and I approve this message. Yes, you can. <laughs>